everyone. Welcome to the Film Reroll. We are the podcast where we play through movies as role-playing games and totally ruin them. What does that mean? Well, if you have to ask. Did you just become Bob Barker? <laughs> Apollo, I insist I ask. What does that mean? Well, what's going to happen is we are going to have our fine improvisers here play the main characters in a movie, in this case, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Now, Unlike the movie, they can make whatever choice they want to make. And when they want to do something, like successfully figure out how to use a time machine, they will have to roll dice, which will tell us if they succeed or fail, and thus the story changes. Now, we have in the room with us, Jaws Vammer. Hello. In the role of Bill. Bill Preston Esquire. And in the role of Theodore Theodore Logan. Logan! A.K.A. Keanu Reeves. We have the wonderful Scott Aiello. I'm back, you guys. I missed you. I was in Florida. Sorry. Not to Florida, (laughs) but to you guys. Uh, Jaws, I don't know where your dice are. They're in a little black bag over there. What does that mean? My light-up dice. They're in like a velvet (laughs) bag. I sound like such a nerd. (laughs) They're in a velvet Um, bag. They're on the dais in a velvet (laughs) bag. The light is shining on them. Paula, do you have any idea where Can you grab them? They're in that little... I just really want my light-up dice for this. I feel like it's very apropos. Is this it, Jaws? <laughs> the I love that the the giant unwieldy dice have been officially relegated to the shelf. They're gone because they because they suck ass. Yes, they do. For the record, guys, the giant they're dice dramatic. Suck they just frighten us. Yes, they do. I just like come on, like for Bill and Ted's, you have to have light-up oh, dice. Oh yeah, so those are very of the light-up dice. I need to take a video of this and we'll post it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll wait. Can I break <laughs> All right, well, Ben Palo is already fed up with me. I'm Let's ready. do it! Off we go! San Dimas, California, 1988. Bill and Ted are playing guitar in Bill's garage. Ted is videotaping. Excellent! <laughs> dude, dude, dude. No, dude, tell us your name dude, for the top of the video. I am Bill Preston Esquire. Dude, wait, wait, take, take the camera. And, okay, hang on, wait, wait. Do we have to d- roll to pass the camera? No, you can, <laughs> okay, just, okay. You can pass the camera. Excellent, and you are... And I am Ted Theodore Logan, and together we are... Wild Stallions! Uh, roll musical instruments, please. Oh no! <laughs> I thought we could just get that one as a freebie. Are we at? We're we at don't default. have it. What's yeah, you're default? at default. Which you're gonna me? give me a dex minus six. Oh, <laughs> what is my dex? Oh no! This is not happening. Yep. You actually both rolled very well. Not I well enough. I still fucking failed it by two. To play guitar at default. As it turns out, you can't play guitar. So, um, <laughs> no, it's two kids who can't play guitar trying to make a music video. And it's not great. Bill, we're totally getting we better. We need more smoke effects. We're totally getting better. We need something. Well, I mean, you know who we really need. Dude, we're not getting Eddie Van Halen. We need Eddie Van Halen. Mercifully, the alarm clock goes off and uh, you realize that you are late for school. Oh, no. Oh, so now I'm triumphant. I'm triumphant. We better go. Okay. Uh, how are we getting there? <laughs> <laughs> we I gotta mean, do this, like, fast, dude. Right. Oh, well, I mean... Cut to Mr. Ryan's class. Oh, nice. no. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Paulo. Deus Ex Machina. Thank you, Paulo Kuros. Deus Ex Machina. Whoa, dude, you speak Chinese? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Mr. Ryan is quizzing you right. on your knowledge of history. Yeah. Uh, history happened a long time ago, and it was and cool. who was Joan of Arc? Uh, she was that chick that, like, had a sword and shit. Bro, bro. Roll IQ to know that. Oh, damn it. Hey, I know it. I got that by three. No, I didn't. I got it by two. No, I got it right on the button. No, no, by two, by two, by two. <laughs> <laughs> the journey through math with Jaws Vammer. <laughs> Numbers change. That's not bad, Bill. She did have a sword. Bill, Bill. What? Noah's wife. 
She was Noah's wife. Right. Ted. Yes? That was not helpful. Because he said it out loud to me. Think it um, next Mr. Time. Ryan, it is my passion for history that moved me to speak on the subject. <laughs> Ted. Yes? Who was Genghis Khan? He was the one that made that game with the blocks. No. Oh, oh, he tried to kill Captain Kirk. Bill, Ted, I want you to see me after class. <sighs> All right. Bummer, dude. You totally blew that. <laughs> but I forgot he was Noah's wife. Well, I mean... So, after class comes, and Mr. Ryan shoes you guys both out, and he lets you know that you are failing, oh. that you have failed every aspect of this class, and I'm sorry, gentlemen, but unless you get somehow an A-plus on your presentation tomorrow, I am going to have to flunk you from this class. That is most unexcellent. Mr. Ryan, I just want you to know, we have learned many things in your class. It seems to me that the only thing you've learned is that Caesar was a salad dressing dude. He was, and it's good. Your report had Shut better up, be dude. something very special. Yes, sir. Uh, we specialize in special. Dude, let's blow, let's blow. All right, Mr. Ryan. Right. We got it. Right. And I must say, I love your choice of tie today. Normally, they're kind of bogus, but today, he looks a little triumphant. Excellently triumphant. Yeah. Thank you, Ted. I, th yeah. I thought this was a strong choice. My yeah. wife didn't. Anyway, uh... <laughs> You heard what I said. You heard what I said. <laughs> you heard what I, said. NPC. I love how fed up the teacher is in that scene. He is yeah. just like clearly checked out for summer. Just done. <laughs> yeah. The actor who plays the teacher is actually really good. Yeah, he's really good. He's like everything in the 80s. Yeah. All right. So you guys oh, are uh, you guys are, are out of class. Yeah. You're going to fail out of history class. This is a major bummer. This is bummer. serious, dude. What were we going to do? Let's, let's, you know what? We need to come up with a plan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A plan of a attack. A plan of attack. Right. Right. So. So let's let's think. Guys, I don't think I. Roll IQ. Oh, shit. Oh, I make it by two. Hey. Perhaps you should read the assignment. Oh. Oh, oh dude, 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 dude. What? Didn't he give us a piece of paper that says, like, what we're supposed to do he for the assignment? totally did. All right. Let's read the assignment. Oh, that's a better idea. That's a way better idea. It says, good job, dude. Good job, dude. to the class how an important historical figure from each of your time periods would view the world of San Dimas, 1988. Express to the class how a who? An important historical figure would view San Dimas today. So who do we know that is an important historical figure? Uh, and can we talk to them? Your dad's kind of important. Yeah, he's pretty old, too. He's a historical figure. Yeah, but like that means we'd have to talk to my dad, dude. Yeah. We could talk to your dad. But my dad isn't that important. We could talk to Missy. She's not She's that not old, that though. She's not historical, man. She's so hot. Speaking though, of which, Missy drives up. <sighs> your stepmom is cute. Dude. Shut up, Ted. <laughs> hey, Missy. I Mom. You want to ride, kids? Yeah. She's so cute. Remember when she was a senior and we were freshmen? Dude, shut up, Ted. Right. <laughs> All right, and she drives you back home. You guys have a lot of work to what do. What happens so in that car ride? I'm just curious. Do they just sit there staring at her the whole time? Or um, like much like they do later in the film, I think the that they do. Backseat. <laughs> Missy, may I say that you are very well put together today. No. And that is not something that I tell most ladies of an upper Age racket that I make. <laughs> I've been working on my upper age racket. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> totally. It's really working. She like smiled at you and shit. It's your mom, dude. Sorry. Shut up, Ted. <laughs> <laughs>
But uh, she does smell good. Yeah. Oh, totally. That's why I sit in the back seat, like the convertible. So the hair, like, right, your, I'm, I'm kind of jealous. It's your right mom, now. Shut dude. Up, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, where are you guys headed? Let's go. Where are you boys headed? Missy, do you know where there are any persons of historical significance? Yeah. Well, I know a guy who owns the mall. Oh. <sighs> Oh, the, mall. the mall. All the answers are at the mall. How historical is he? Like, how old? I mean, he's not too old to date, but it would be a little icky. Right. Sounds good. All right. Let's start there. Take us there. We will go to the mall because the ex- we can go and get, uh, uh, we can go and get a frozen, what are they called? Uh, <laughs> the orange Julius. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. We'll get some orange Julius and the sugar rush will help our brains. Help our brains, totally. Yeah, I agree. This is a great idea. This is what we're doing. Missy, We, I mean, mom, we need to go to the mall. Okay, I don't mind going to the mall. Uh, yeah, she drives you kids to the mall. She goes to find parking and she drops you off right at the front door. The San Dimas Mall is quite quite the operation. It is uh, a, the pinnacle of California Mall Americana. Everything done out in pink neons and orange and greens in a way to just, just saying like, oh, we're almost in the 90s, kids. Taking Scott Aiello back. <laughs> <laughs> the only one in the room who saw this movie in the theater is motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, <that's true>. yeah. <laughs> Had a pair of jams that had little fish on them. Had an Ocean Pacific pink t-shirt that I used to fucking wear. If I got to dress up at night, I would wear some Z Cavaricis pulled up to my past my navel with a flare out and a taper at the bottom with a pair of pointy leather shoes. Ah! Uh, Do you know? 1985. I think I had an OP tank top, but it was from a vintage store when I got it. Yes, it was. It was. What if it was mine? I wonder if it was. It was pink. Dude. Dude, <laughs> full circle, full man. Circle. <laughs> so um, she meets up with you guys uh, after she parks the car and she says, so do you guys want to help me try on some tops? What? Bill, I believe that it would be most prudent if we were to help your mom. We should help. Try some clothing on. Yeah. Yes, Missy, we would very much would enjoy it. We would gladly that. assist you in yeah. this endeavor. <laughs> All right, and so she uh, heads up to what's a what's a store that existed in 1988? I was about to say the Gap, and like I was like, JC Penny. Well, JC Penny. She would go to. Uh, Where would Missy go though? She. Yeah. she I mean, well, the Gap was the make? Gap was pretty was pretty hip, but the I Gap would say existed in, in yeah, Gap's been around. The Gap's since, been like, around 70s. since then, but I was right. going to say um, the Limited. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. She limited. takes you up to the Limited. Yeah. About to Google what the limited is. Oh my god, I'm it's so old. Just like a does it not exist anymore? No, the limited was still a thing when I was in high school. But then Victoria's Secret bought it and it kind of died. Huh. Oh, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like what the ultimate 1980s store. There was one place and it's Body out of Glove. my head. She would have gone to Body Glove. Oh, I don't even know what that place is, but I remember yeah. where I used to get my Z Cavaricis. And I can it's so funny because I could picture the place in the Yorktown Mall in Lombard, and I just can't picture the fucking name, but I can see the Cavaricis in the window. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so anyway, so she takes you guys upstairs and she starts trying on different somewhat revealing tops and asking you kids what give me a will roll each of you to keep it together. Yeah, right. <laughs> roll to not take your dick out. I whoops. I, I make it on the dot. I have missed it by three. You just cannot handle how hot your mom looks right now. You're right. just starting to lose your cool. Let's start on our project. Uh, I don't know if I can keep it together. Keep it together, bro. Keep it together. I'm, I'm like a little you. bit All right. warm Missy, and my stomach uh, hurts. What do you we... think this one does for my hips? Oh my God, oh we God. gotta go. Missy, while we are most impressed by your fashion You sense. have excellent hip bitch. Okay, I just, I start to pull <laughs> Ted away. I put to pull Bill away. I start to pull him. And like I away. really like the back dimples. We'll meet you in an hour, 
Missy. Thanks a lot. You know what? How far is the mall from our house? About a, a mile and a half. Oh, oh okay. we can so walk it's walkable. It. Yeah. Missy, um, you can take the car. You look you look most tri- triumphant in that outfit. That's the one I think you should buy. We will meet you back at home. Uh, Bill and I really need to go study, though, for our history project. Yeah. Okay, you kids have fun. I'll be here. Sorry about your orange Juliuses. Thanks, Missy. And then I, like, fucking turn and book it out of there because I have a situation happening in my pants. Bill. <laughs> Bill. Yeah. Your stepmom is cute, though. She is so. Shut up, Ted. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> All right, so you guys walk back to whose house are you walking back to? Wait, wait, we were going to get Orange Julius. In. Oh, are you going to get your Orange Julius? Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah we'll walk with him. We, gotta get we him. need okay. the sugar rush for yeah, the brainage. For sure, for sure. So you go and get some. There's an old Greek man who hands you your Dude, Orange Julius. He's an old man. We should talk to him. Right, right. Um, we have sc- some history questions. Excuse, excuse me, sir. May we ask your name? I am Milos. I am Sir. Ted Theodore Logan. Emilios. I am Bill Preston Esquire. And together, and together we, we are Wild Stallions. But that is unimportant for the question that we have to ask right. you. What do you think of San Dimas now? Bro, bro, he's a Greek. So, do you know any historical personages from Greece? Greece? Yeah. Like historical, long time ago. Right. All history is Greece. Greece, begin all history, end all history. Do you write this down? It starts Greece, Do I have a pen and middle a Greece, and Greece. And now, me, Orange Julius, unfortunate man, but the Greek is the most important of the historical peoples. The Greek is the Why most is, important of the historical Why peoples. is the Greek the we most? We are the people of Socrates. Socrates? Of Agamemnon. Dude, we know that one. Agamemnon. Of Achilles. It's, in our, it's in our book, Under Socrates. Platon. 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 Rock on, Platon. We're totally learning, yeah. dude. History. You are a really smart Greek dude. You are most excellent. So what do you want on your orange, Julius? Oranges. Yeah. We'll go with the traditional orange Julius yes. today. Thank you very much, Emilios. You have been most helpful. Right. Sir Milos, much appreciated. All right, dude, we got a place to start. We got to go. We got to meet Agamemnon. 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 And Platon. Rock on, Platon. Do you happen to know where these persons might be found where we could speak to them and talk to them about what it might be like to live in modern San Dimas? They're in Greece. They, we have to go to Greece, dude. Dude, I don't think we can make it to Greece. Not before tomorrow for the history report. We could call Greece. We could call Greece. Let's call that Greece. That is a great idea. We got to get a phone book. Milos, do you have the number of a person of historical significance in Greece that we could speak to? The number? Yeah, like number. a phone number. Totally. We just want to talk to somebody. And like, can we use your phone? Because we're broke. Phone number? Yeah. No. <laughs> Agamemnon is dead. Oh, oh, bummer. We're sorry, man. Yeah. No, it's okay. I'm what about it, Platon? Platon? Yeah. yeah. Platon, great man. Great man, is Platon. He, Could we speak he, to him? He's, he established the Republic from which huge. all government comes. Him. Okay, so how do we call Platon? Oh, he dead. Oh. oh. All your friends are what gone, about bro. We're Socrates. really sorry. Socrates. Yeah. Oh, Socrates. Dude, Socrates. He is the inventor of reason. No one think before Socrates. So how do before we Socrates, talk everyone to just him? do, do, do war, make love, make craziness. Like the right. With mother, with father, then Socrates thinking. And how then do they poison them so- and he is dead. Oh. oh. Why this are all your friends dead, bro? Totally bogus. For Greece is very old. Oh. Oh, so this was like history, history. Oh. <sighs> now we have Yanni. Who's Yanni? He alive. <gasps> Can we talk to Yanni? I do not know Yanni's number. Oh. 
You've been very helpful, Milos. We appreciate it. I think we've hit a dead end. We're back at square one. Yeah, though. let's go. Let's go back to my place because your dad is like totally mean. Yeah. Let's walk home and think. That guy's in our book, though. The so the Socrates. 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 We could look him up. Oh yeah, let's totally do that. All right. So cool. Look, dude, there's totally a chapter. Classical Greece. Classical Greece. Cultures of the mountains and the sea. Um, Bill. What? There's a lot here. There's a lot here. Where do you think Socrates is? Well, they poisoned him, right? So. How do you know that? Because he just said it. Oh, did he? Yeah, he did. Nice. So maybe under warring city states, because like, when would you poison someone? Right. So you guys are walking. Um, yeah, and reading our text. And reading your textbook. And on the way from the mall to your house, you have to walk by the Circle K. Let's get some Twinkies. Nice. Some Twinkies might be nice. Oh, dude, Twinkies, rad. Right. So we go in to get Twinkies. And just as you're about to go into this Circle K, there's like a there's like a sparkling energy behind you. There's like you feel like a tingling on your skin. Ted, and if I didn't know any better. I would say my skin is tingling. I feel kind of like the same way There's as that no... one time we saw Missy get out of the shower. Yeah. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Shut up, Ted. Sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and out of nowhere, a radiant energy builds and then suddenly there's... Ted, there's like lightning with no storm. There's, there's a phone booth there. I mean... Did you see that phone booth there before? Bill, there's strange things afoot at the Circle K. So do we need to roll a fright check here? Um... Yeah, give me a fright check plus two, because you guys are are both pretty... We're pretty chill. Pretty unfazed by oh, things. fuck yeah. I make it by four. Oh, yeah. Wow, Handily did that. Um, wow, the phone company's becoming very efficient. They're spreading <laughs> at a rapid rate. Oh. I didn't even see the construction truck. No, they're that. just dropping them from the sky, dude. Oh, like That's probably plane. what that was, dude. Oh. We just missed the plane as it came by. We didn't see it fly over. Amazing. Good thing we weren't standing right there. The door opens, and... A balding, middle-aged man in slightly strange clothes steps out. Excuse me, sir. Do you know if Socrates was part of the Hellenistic era or was, in fact... What's the other one, dude? Uh, uh, Alexandria is in my chapter. Or the warring city-states? Well, perhaps we could ask them. Bill S. Preston, Esquire, and Ted Theodore Logan? Yeah... Gentlemen, I'm here to help you with your history report. How do you know our names? Suddenly, another phone booth drops from the sky. Oh my god, good thing we weren't standing there! <laughs> Seriously, if they just keep dropping things like this, they're gonna kill somebody. They're really efficient, though. Your it's really amazing. Of construction, I have some issues with. And from that phone booth, you guys pop out. What? Whoa. So I'm gonna I'm gonna leave us a little cut point here, and I'm I'm letting the listener know what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're going to record this little scene once we've finished the episode, and I'm going to oh edit it in. brilliant! Oh my God. <laughs> so we're going to do that scene later. So and we got to remember what to tell ourselves. I was wondering what you were going to do, if it was going to be a time paradox thing, where like, you know, Fuck. like whatever they said to us, if that doesn't happen, we does the remember. universe explode? Yeah. This is, oh shit. That's brilliant, Paulo. That's great. All right. Dudes. Dudes, we don't have a lot of time. Yeah, we're on an awesome Wait a minute, adventure. Though. We do it all the time. All the time we want. But we can't really get into that right now. Right. But but you guys are gonna have an excellent adventure. You just have to follow Rufus. Do what Rufus says. He knows what he's talking about. Switch the other dudes. Okay. Dudes. What? What?
Why should we trust you? <laughs> Why we, how, how do we know you dudes are really us? Switch back. Dude, would we ever lie to you? Think of a number that only we would think of. Right. What number are we thinking of? <laughs> 69, dudes! <laughs> 69. Switch back. Switch back. Whoa. Totally righteous. Whoa. They would, why would we lie to ourselves, man? I feel Switch back. Switch back. Catch you later, Bill and Ted. Gotta run. Rufus. Rufus, dude. And I say to Rufus, Rufus, thank you so much. You totally, totally saved us. You saved Lady Tamoy. We gotta go take care of her right now. Uh, and cutting back in. All right, we're, we're back uh, in the present. And 69, 69 dudes. <laughs> You're welcome, Peter. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Ted, don't forget to wind your watch. But so your other your other uh, selves go and chat with Rufus for a bit and get back in their phone booth and split. Rufus comes back to you guys and opens the phone booth and indicates to you guys to come in. Rufus, do you mind if we just take a moment? Whatever you need to do, gentlemen. Dude. Dude. What if they this were This is li- serious. Yeah, but what if they were lying? No, why would we lie to ourselves? Oh yeah! Yeah. That makes total sense. Plus, look, this is the difference between you staying and leaving for the summer. You can't flunk. Actually, you guys don't know oh, we that. don't know that his dad yeah, is threatening. you guys never, never went to his Recon! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, this could be the greatest adventure of our lives. All right. This is, this is what my mom calls, Missy, calls a formative, no, Missy wouldn't know that. This is what my dad calls a formative experience. Yeah. And if we can go anywhere in time. Anywhere. I bet this Rufus dude knows where there'd be some triumphant babes. Oh, right on. Bill, historical babes, right? I don't, my mind is blown. Yeah. Let's right. do it, dude. Do it. I'm All excited. Right. Rufus! Rufus! We're totally down, bro. So he uh, he indicates you to come into the phone booth and he starts picking up the phone and, and dialing something. Do you guys come in? Yes. Yeah. He closes the door behind you. It's a little, I mean, it's a little tight in here. You'd be surprised how many people you can fit in one of these. <laughs> okay, so that's my question. Does it expand as people come into it? Is it, it like or the is there a t- Yeah, it, or is it like huge anyway? No, I think it's just like I think they squeeze. Not. I think they all just like they snuggle all up. They just squeeze And there's in. some really clever camera work that yeah. happens yeah. where we're not seeing, right. you know, like we see Napoleon's hat right. and something else, but that's pretty much it. Right. Brace yourselves, amigos. We're history. He totally speaks Spanish. (laughs) He's really smart, dude. Dang. And the booth disappears into the ground and you guys are surrounded by tunnels made of light and plasma and strange matter. With like electricity. One day I'm gonna be a cop and surf, bro. Yeah. That's my dream. Yeah. And then parachute out of a plane. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. Dreams. <laughs> you guys eventually drop out into an open sky with a field beneath you, and the booth zooms towards the ground and appears on the soft, muddy ground. But but you guys, there's no impact. There's a little shake at the bottom, but for the speed you were going, you guys land very softly. Whoa. The shocks on this are incredible. We have to remember to call the phone company and compliment them when yes. we return. Well done, phone company. <laughs> well, here we are. What do we do, Rufus? I'm just showing you what this puppy can do. This is Austria in 1805. The French have dude, just invaded. He might be a little crazy. He thinks this is a puppy. Just humor him, dude. Okay. <laughs> and you guys look out and there's a historical battle. In the far distance, there's still cannon fire going off. 
Nearby, there's an encampment. You see troops in colorful jackets, Wait, Napoleonic era jackets. What time did you say this is? Well, this is Austrian 1805, and Austrian. that there is Napoleon, who oh, is. Oh, we know that guy. Dude, that's the short dead dude. The short dead dude. I'm like looking in my history book. Yeah. Well, maybe we could talk to him. Yeah. Roll IQ to remember. It's like, look, dude, there is a chapter the French Revolution and Napoleon, chapter 23. Actually, roll perception. That's what you probably need to roll. What? Um, what are we. Okay. Just basic perception? I miss it by two. I got it. Yeah, Napoleon and his generals have noticed you, and uh, they're like turning a cannon in your direction. This is bogus, totally man. Totally bogus, dude. Rufus, Rufus I think we, we need gotta to get out, get out of here. Goes, time to depart. Yeah. And he hustles you into the time machine. Great. And he hits some numbers quickly, and it sinks again. Roll perception. Um, shit. Oh, I make it by... Oh, wow, got it. Made it by two. Yep. Yeah, you see right as you're leaving that, like, there's an explosion near Napoleon and he gets flung into the air and he's outside the phone booth being pulled along through the circuits of time. Excellent! Amazing! Look, the short dead dude is, like, surfing the stars! He stole that guy from time! Dude. We can totally talk to him when we, we bring him back. We can talk to him. Bill, I may have an idea. What? All right, follow me on this. I'm following. So, we could talk to the short dead dude. Talk to the short dead dude. We show the short dead dude. Show the short dead dude. Around San Dimas. San Dimas. And then he... And then ask him what he thinks. There it is. Bam! You are so smart, you dude. You are so smart. No, dude, you are way smarter than two I Two minds combined. Let's do it. Excellent. I, two minds combined is as one. One. And one is, is better than two. The best number. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> we were bored to play these parts. Oh my god. <laughs> and you show up back in San Dimas. Now you're over at Ted's house. Right. Wait, no, we wanted to go to my house. That's where Rufus took us. We just went to your house. Shit. Wait, Rufus, most excellent Spanish speaker. How do you know where you're going when you press the buttons? Well, you see, you've got this book right here. Ooh. And it's got every address and time and Why is everything place. in a book? I know, I know. It's not fair, bro. It's not fair. Gentlemen, you can do whatever you want with this machine. Go wherever you want, whenever you want. Boy, this but... sounds like the Reading Rainbow theme. Has that been invented yet? <laughs> Rufus, may I ask you one question? Is there a number in this book that would lead to, shall we say, the most historical babes? In, in the entire, the entire universe. universe. Gentlemen, you guys must pass your report tomorrow. Why? Right. Babes, come later. First job is to make sure that you guys pass your class. That's why I'm here. Wait, why oh. is it so important now, that we pass? most important, no matter what, remember, that clock, and he points at Ted's watch, that clock in San Dimas is always running. You have until your report tomorrow. What happens if we don't pass? You guys don't want to know what happens if you don't pass. Oh, we don't? That sounds serious. I guess we don't. I guess not. All right. All right. Thanks, Rufus. Sure. Now, here's where I depart. You're not coming with us, Rufus? Gentlemen, you're on your own. Like, independent. Yeah. Like when we talked about moving out and getting our own place. Yeah. Yeah. We can yeah. do it, Rufus. Thanks. We can do this. Well, yeah. you're not ready for your own... I, anyway, no spoilers. Um... I'm going to leave you guys here. He hits some numbers on his little phone and the phone booth disappears and a new one appears empty for you. They have multiple of these. Yeah. I'm telling you, bro. It's a new era for the phone. This company. is like a conspiracy. Yeah. Are we jumping into a conspiracy? I feel okay about that, Bill. What if the conspiracy is like to save the planet and like there's an evil mastermind out there that's like trying to take shit down? And that's probably and we, 
what Rufus was trying right, to tell us. Which he couldn't tell us, but now we know. <sighs> we have to we have to save everything from this conspiracy. You're right. You're right, Bill. Babes. Babes as gotta much come as I later. Say this, have to come later. Later. And later, Napoleon babes. falls out of a tree where he was stuck. Oh shit. <laughs> that Napoleon was coming with us. How's it going, short dead dude? He opens his eyes and looks at you guys, and um, oh, and he stays he stays conscious. <laughs> oh god, oh good, good. Step one. Uh, Bill, you some new? Hello, I am Bill Preston Esquire, and this is my most excellent associate. I am Ted Theodore Logan, and, and together, together we, we are, are the Wild, Wild Stallions. But that is unimportant in this juncture. I'm really surprised that you have landed so safely in this tree. How are you feeling, excellent dude? Mon anglais, c'est pas terrible. Dude, he totally doesn't speak our he language. He hit his head too hard. No, dude, he's from France. Oh, right. Yeah. So he speaks France. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, that's all right, though. We can maybe communicate. Dude, dude. yeah. Like just charades like. like yeah, right? just like playing okay. charades. Okay. So tell him so, you're the master of charades. Right. Tell him that. It's okay. Everything's going to be fine. We just want his opinion about San Dimas. Right. And then we'll totally let him go home. Totally. Oh, and like ask him, um, tell him it was kind of a dick move to try and blow us up with a can. Right, right. Because like it should always be real. Right. Do I have to roll for this or can I role play it? You can role play it, but uh, if you want to get a message across, you're going to have to roll gesture. Okay. So I got to role play based on what I roll. Right. Oh, okay. Okay, what is my oh, gesture? Oh, that was a good roll. Uh, good my gesture is 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So. <laughs> so. It's an audio medium. It's, I know. Watch go, do Jaws, go. So I take my two arms and I create like a cannon, right? And then I like push my fist right out of the cannon at his face. And I do a big like thumbs down. <laughs> but then I put both hands over my heart and I make a smile with my head to the side. Like, it's okay, dude. We forgive you. And I extend my arms to him most bodaciously. And then I make my fingers go to my eyes and then out around in the surrounding area and I draw a question mark in the air and I hold both palms up to the sky like, what do you think, man? And then I make the motion of us like putting him into the phone booth and like sailing up and away and then lots of explosions to sign that we're taking him back home. And Ted just looks at him and goes. (laughs) That was... Amazing, dude. Thanks, man. Uh, pardonnez-moi, monsieur. C'était la bataille. Je ne connais pas ces... Uh, où sommes-nous? I think he said yes. Let's go get a ladder and get him out of the tree. Awesome. I think he fell out already, bro. Oh, yeah, he's he lying on the ground. Oh, he's on the ground. Okay, yeah. never mind. We could put him back <laughs> up there. <laughs> we could put him in the tree. But I don't think there's much... That's his natural see. habitat, apparently. <laughs> All right. So, like, I mean, we could just use him, or do we want to get more... I say that we up the productivity and get a bunch of them. Yeah, because it'll like make the grade better. Right. Yeah. Extra credit. All right. Let's do this. Should we take him with us? Yeah. All right. We can't just leave him here. Yeah. That's he a good thinks point. that there's a war. What if he like slashes my dad's tires? He's kind of a dick. He probably. Yeah. That's a good point. Well, we can collect all of them together and then show them around as a group. In- like action figures. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Napoleon. Oh, sorry, dude. You're going to have to tell him. Napoleon, you will come with us, and we are going to have a most excellent adventure. Right. (laughs) Woo! Yes, okay. Well done, well done. All right. So I go over to him, 
and I like like make the sign of like a name badge on my chest and then I run my finger across it like Napoleon like it would happen if you were reading it and I say you and I point at him it must go with us and I like hug myself like we're taking him with us and we're going on an adventure and so I make the sign of like an airplane as we like go through time <laughs> and you will help us to find some other excellent dudes and so I give the thumbs up and I point at him and then I say, we have to go like now. And I point at my watch and I go to help him up. Ted just goes, whoa. <laughs> Bill, you should work with the deaf when we get back. Dude. Yeah. I might have found my calling. <laughs> Napoleon, allons-y. Right, let's yeah. go. Where should we go first, dude? Let's just pick a chapter. Wait, what did that Greek dude tell us? Socrates. 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 Yeah. And then there's the other one. Agamemnon. 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 Should we flip a coin, dude? Dude. Let's flip a coin. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, let's so say... above above three is Agamemnon, below three is Socrates. Sounds good. Socrates! Socrates! Excellent! <laughs> All right, so you guys uh, get in the time machine, and now you... Are we frying out? I just realized that. Yeah, you're, we're, okay. we're doing our best here to keep the All levels, right. but... But there's a lot of yelling. <laughs> so uh, you guys... It's ridiculous amounts yeah. of fun <laughs> <laughs> so you guys get in the time machine and now you're confronted with a big thick book full of numbers and places and letters i so, guess you start by opening it like you do with every other book right uh, yeah open so to be clear for the listener we've been talking about their book meaning their history book and i gave these guys an actual high school history textbook like a, a book here in the room to give their characters inspiration on places to go now in the phone booth, there's another book. This is a phone book that contains hundreds of locations and time periods. Oh. And in order to use that, you guys are going to have to figure out how it works. Wait, did Napoleon come with us? He did, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. He's following you, cool. puttering along behind you guys, keeping his eyes open. He's a bit wide-eyed still, just looking around. Give me an IQ roll to kind of figure out how okay. this book works. Just straight IQ? Yep. Oh, I missed it by... I got it on the button. Fail by two. Okay. So yeah, it makes sense. It's makes sense. divided by place. Times are outlined and there seems to be a clear pattern. So you can increment the number to get, you know, you don't have like that clear an understanding of it, but the basic functioning of it is intuitive. It seems to be mostly eight digit numbers, although occasionally you see uh, some seven or nine digit numbers. And yeah, you find a section on ancient Greece and you see that you can go to the different times and where are you Ted, guys going? It appears to be laid out in terms of time periods. And Greece is in here, see? Yeah. But the problem is, is it's laid out in time periods and not people. When uh, was Socrates around? Socrates around? I mean... Is there any way we would... Maybe Napoleon knows. Ask him, dude. I'll look at the book. We have our history book. You know so, what? Yeah, Part of acting is just jumping off the cliff. So what are, here, let me ask this. In the movie, Bill knows exactly where to go. So Yeah, how, how we, did I know that? I'm trying to remember how I knew that and yeah, not yeah, meta yeah. it. So my interpretation of what happens in the movie is because they, the, well, first of all, in the movie, the first place they go is just generally the Old West. And right. they don't, they aren't, they run into Billy the Kid, but they're not looking for him. The second right. place they go is ancient Greece. And my interpretation is that they rolled well on their understand the book and Athens isn't that big a place. They went to Athens in one of the years that Socrates was there, probably looking up when he lived in the book, and then they got All right. there. So I'm going to look at the book, bro, and we'll see. Right. Yeah, give me a straight IQ roll. IQ plus two to find Socrates in the book. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. you find I don't even need to roll. Big time. Yeah, so you, you know when he lived. Here he is, dude. 
He lived from uh, roughly 470 BC to 399 BC. Oh, people are learning by listening to right. This I know <laughs> uh, educational. Mm. Well, that's because Paolo is a huge history buff. So let's uh, let's go there then. Yeah, dude, go. Here's the uh, the time period. What is the the diff, the eight digit number? You pick what? Just any year in there? Or? So, so we don't want to go there when he's dead or right. when he's about to be poisoned. We want to go, go a little there. earlier, right? So if he was poisoned in 399, let's go in like oh right. Time goes, the numbers go down. Yeah. Roll, roll IQ Shit. to know that, that BC years fuck. go backwards. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Fuck. Crit, success. crit success. Holy Crit success. I failed by a lot. So. <laughs> Good. I got you. Once Amazing. again, I've got you. Yep. So it's the past before the whole BC transition, <sighs> which means that the numbers go down as you go. For, for that, so, for that crit success on your rolls to understand, the with each roll, you're going to get better at your time machine. And I'm going to be giving you time machine bonus points as you go. So you're getting one, your first time machine bonus point for that crit success on, on your time understanding roll. Most excellent. Dude, that was impressive. <laughs> yeah. So what is the best year for me to go to 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 get Socrates? I mean, Socrates is pictured in the book. There's a bust of him as an old man. So you figure near the end of his life Perfect. as opposed to near the let's beginning. Let's go then. So you're going to like 400 BC? Yeah, let's do 400. Okay. I look at Napoleon and I go, hold on, dude. It's going to be different because you're going to ride on the inside this time. Yeah, it's a little less windy, I think. Right. Qua? <laughs> and the time machine takes off. <laughs> Taking Napoleon to Greece. The time machine reappears and you are standing in, uh, it kind of reminds you of the cover from Led Zeppelin's Houses of the Holy. Oh, nice. Excellent. Most excellent. There's behind you a large space surrounded by columns and yeah, there's an old guy and he's talking to a crowd. Are they crenellated? <laughs> um, you don't know what crenellations are? And I was calling back to John. To John? John's architectural oh, fetish. Oh, yeah. John, John would describe the shit out of this. Are there any annuluses? <laughs> it's got columns. But anyway, you guys don't know shit about architecture, so. Right. Hey. It's, there's some posts. Do you think Jimmy Page had a time machine, too? He must have. Yeah. Dude, we are step one to becoming the best band ever. Right. That was probably their first step. This is how Led Zeppelin. Wait, did that Led Zeppelin cover come out yet? Yes. Oh, yeah. It yes. has, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. 80s, 80s. We're in the 80s. I thought we were in the 70s. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, we're in the 80s. Say, yeah. We're in the 80s. <laughs> this is how Zeppelin came up with the idea, man. Whoa, Bill, I just had a thought. What? The phone company controls the music industry. Of course. Whoa. You are so smart. So we're like connected, they have bro. They chosen us. Dude, when we're all done with this, we're going to have to ask Rufus to help us make a triumphant a video. video. Yes. yes. It's all coming yes. together, dude. Let's find a historical a person we're looking for Socrates. 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 Whoa, Socrates. <laughs> um, Whatever Crates is, he is so That old it. dude's talking to a bunch of people. Yeah, let's go talk to him. Right. I told Geras Corido Neotes. Are you speaking ancient Greek? Anakai Dodeu. Apparently. Makontai. I mean... The dialect was a little bit like Andron Gar Epiphanon Pasagetaphos. God bless him. I know. 
God bless him. I know. Just headlong off the cliff. All right, dude. Warm up the hands, bro. Right. Because you're going to have to communicate with this guy because I don't think that he speaks English. Right. So I do a few hand stretches and stuff. (laughs) Like roll my arms around and like wait. Ooh, can you get a bonus for preparation? Yeah. Can I do like Grotowski's the cat to get going? (laughs) No. Roll roll for Grotowski. Roll for Grotowski. (laughs) You're rolling default Grotowski. Damn. (laughs) That's like negative numbers. (laughs) All right, bro. Ask him the same thing with Napoleon. If you would like to come with us and see San Dimas. Right. Are you guys stepping in? Because you have to go up some marble stairs into this. Yeah, the I people mean, inside totally, haven't totally. So as you walk up, the, the room kind of falls into silence. And you look around. And these guys are in robes and just look very different from you stylistically. You definitely stick out. And everyone's kind of. Dudes. Well, how's it going, ancient Greece dudes? Digging the clothes, man. Right? Bill, make mental we notes should... for the video. Yes, right, yes. Like dress and garbs. Right, like sheets, man. Yeah, I think it's a cool idea. That's a trend setting move, is yeah. sheets. Yeah. So, I don't think I've ever seen We that should before. introduce ourselves. All right. Go for Hello, it. Hello, Grecian. No, I wouldn't know that. Hello, Greek dudes. Yeah. I am Bill Preston Esquire, and this is my excellent associate. I am Ted Theodore Logan. And we. We are. are Wild Stallions! That does not apply to the situation. <laughs> right. Socrates. We Dude! Found we've heard about Socrates! you. You're totally historically you significant amazing. in this world. Oops, we probably just scared him. <laughs> he succeeded his fright check, and so did the Greeks around him. So they're just kind Great. of all in stunned silence looking okay. at you, weirdos Here from another Here we go. Time. Let's see how this goes. Should we? Yes, I got it again. You got your gesture roll? I got my gesture roll. Nice. Wow, you're rolling. Wow, that. I am, because you only gave me an 11. All right. So? So, I walk up to... So- <laughs> Do I now know how to say his name because he said it? I don't think so. I still call him Socrates. <laughs> Most learned old man historical figure, Socrates. Philosophize with him with your gestures. Philosophize, right. Yeah. So I show a sign of respect by bowing. Yeah. Yeah. And then I say, all we are is dust in the wind. Wow. And I reach down into the soil and I pick it up and I rub my hands together to crumble it excellently. And then I blow it and I watch it float away. He seems very amused by this and he picks up some sand and shouts some stuff and laughs. He gets it. Awesome. Come on with us, bro. We would be honored. And I bow again and I gesture to, to Ted. If your most excellent philosophical self would come with us and I like create like a halo around his head and I gesture that he comes with us with like another hug and then I point towards the phone booth. Oh shit, Napoleon is there. Yeah. (laughs) I totally forgot about Napoleon. And join our merry band and like do a little jig in front of him. Napoleon, Napoleon, bow, dude, bow. Yeah, and I like we storm. So you guys, you guys, well, so you guys are heading down towards back. Yeah, I've like taken him by the arm. He's coming along. He's coming with you. Leading him. You guys get down to the phone booth, and Napoleon isn't there. Oh shit! We lost Napoleon in ancient Greece. Dude, Napoleon's gone. (gasps) Oh no. Oh no. All right, uh, I, I will... Well, can we roll perception to yeah, see if he's can close? Yeah, can we see if he's anywhere nearby? Sure, roll perception. Check the trees, dude. That's his natural habitat. Totally, the trees first. <laughs> Shit. How did we lose... I missed it by one. I got it. Nice. Do I see him anywhere nearby? 
Yeah, he has wandered down the steps of the Acropolis and is just kind of wandering into Dead. the town of Athens. He's down, wandering into down Athens. You better go get him. I'll stay with Socrates. Okay, I've got it. Okay. I run down there and I see Napoleon. Come on, dude. We're done here. We've got Socrates. Come with us. He doesn't want to come with you. He's, he's, it's amazing. You know, he's looking out at ancient Greece and he seems very, very in wonderment at okay. it. Okay. All right. I get down with it and I start looking around with him too. All right. And I stay down there and I start looking around and he starts going towards the large statue of Athena that's down in the, the landing between the town and the Acropolis. Amazing. All right. I go over there and I check out Athena's statue. Is she a babe? She's a bit of a babe. Napoleon. How can I keep my eye? I'm, I'm just going to try to talk to him. You don't have gesture, do you? Give me, give me a perception roll. Oh, shit. Anytime he says that. <laughs> Ooh, I make it by yeah. two. One of Athena's boobs is out. Oh, shit. <laughs> Napoleon, I totally see what you're interested in here. But you have to understand something. Babes come second. And I yell up to, to Bill. I say, Bill. There is a major babe, a statue of a major babe down here, and Napoleon has been transfixed by the boob. You should put your hand over his eyes and lead him back up. That is most excellent Because if he cannot see, the transfixed will end. All right, I take Napoleon by the shoulders and look him in the eye, and I say, boobs come second, bro. I put my hand over his eyes, and I start to walk him back up to the boob. Pulling a fast one on Napoleon. Yeah, all right. He oh my God, works. it works! I love this game. <laughs> he's, com- he's coming back with you. Excellent. And as, as soon as he gets within eyesight, I say, Napoleon, this is Socrates. So- Gentlemen, meet each other. Yeah, Napoleon is very amazed by Socrates. He's, you know, he. You guys don't know this, but he grew up very much a student of the Greek world. So oh God, so he knows, he knows Socrates. Who he is. Yeah, yeah. Holy of shit. He's- it's all working. It's all working. It's all coming together. <laughs> He's in wonderment. So I take them both in their wonderment. And, uh... Shit, dude. what, what, what? Roll perception. Oh, fuck. Fail. I, I, I failed that by two. Uh, everything's fine, then. Great. So I just... Where should we go next, dude? I take them in their wonderment and put them back into the phone booth with us, <gasps> and we should just pick somewhere. All right. Like a random location. Like a random location. I love this idea. Yes. Do we want to use the book? A spear we... goes whizzing past your head and slams into the side of the phone. We should pick a random location quickly. Enter some numbers, dude. Yeah. Enter some numbers, go. So I just pick eight random numbers. Okay. Uh, so I will, I will say here for the uh, listener, a mechanic we have here, I've, I've given the players freedom to go anywhere in time and history that they want. And in fact, we have a way of determining, I've, I've built a script that maps their random numbers into places in time and history. You can try it yourself if you want to. You can go to paulokiros.com slash travel.php. Say that one more time paulokiros.com slash timetravel.php and you can see that this is indeed totally random. And how do you spell your last name? Uh, Q-U-I-R-O-S. There you go. That this is indeed totally random and that I have no idea where they're going. They have no idea where they're going. So give me the random numbers. And there were a lot of wars in history. Give me the random numbers you're punching in. Six, Six, nine, six, nine, six, nine, six, nine, six. Wait, dude, that's more than eight. All right. All right, let's see where you go. 69, 69. Oh, wow. 69, um, 69. What is it? Please tell me the Bacchae is going on. No, you're going to, uh, you're going to October 24th, 2018. Oh, what? shit! <laughs> In Japan. What? 
You're gonna land in right now, Japan. One year from today, Japan. Holy fuck! <gasps> oh my god, that's a riot. Oh my god! Right. We have to somehow find a way to be in Japan a year from <laughs> yeah. A year from now. <gasps> a year from October. Let's yeah. talk about this for a minute because we have to. Because we could do this. A year from now. Wow. All right. Wow. Take us there. All right. No. Random date. And they don't know 2018. They have They're no from clue. 1985. Exactly. Yeah, or what year? 1984? Uh, it's 84. 88. In the movie? In the movie. Is it 88? Yeah. 88. Because I think it's That was the whole thing. They wanted to release it in 88, but they dropped funding, so they had to find a different studio to take it over. So if you watch the movie closely, you see that some of the references they make are not completely dubbed correctly because they're trying to quick dub in like a different date or a different thing. Wow. Because it came out a year after when it was supposed to. Oh, that's crazy. It's cool. How do you know? Which is weird that they couldn't just set the movie in 1987. They had to like dub shit. Yeah. And a very different perception. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. They yeah, probably no. think they're in enemy territory. 1989. Well, maybe. Well, 19, here, here we go. 1988 mentality about Japan. Japan is kicking our ass in the automotive industry. Yeah. They're robots. They right. Don't, they don't fucking have any uh, an original thought among them. Right. They're copying American culture like crazy. Yeah. Um, and they're destroying us in the in the economy. And it's not enemy territory, but it's just like there's a, a, a huge make fun of. Right. I, I know it's because I was very much an, almost an adult in 1988. So like, you know, like that's when which McCall came out, that movie with Michael Keaton. Um, I guess I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know. Gung Ho. I have never heard of this. It's a movie about the uh, automotive industry. Yeah. And uh, it's about an American company, um, a guy who goes to work for the uh, Japanese company. And um, like, you know, it's sort of like, it's sort of like a movie that's supposed to like bridge the gap between America and huh. learning why a the culture Japanese healer. are so fucking good. Like, here we go. The, the message of... 1988 film to us about the relationship between Japan and America mm -hmm. is that Japan is definitely kicking our ass and like they took the idea of the assembly line to its ultimate extreme. Well, yeah, but like they the don't have an original like... thought among them. Yeah, is the mm -hmm. idea among, uh, that was prevalent in 1988. Sure. But yeah, I remember that. I remember my I mean, dad being like, "We don't trust that. They just copycat." That's right. It was all about like GMC and like right. Chevy because he was a car guy. He worked on cars for a while. And they would never, we would never admit that Japan was making a right. better car than we. Were. And part of it was that he didn't like the fact that if anything ever broke down, you would have the hardest time getting a Japanese-made part because of the import rules and such. Apparently, there were like blocking imports so that you couldn't yeah. easily repair your car if something happened. Can we open that door? Yeah. So the. The time machine goes down and you guys just see a bunch of hoplites that are like popping up from the stairs. But you guys disappear into the ground. You're going through the halls of time and Socrates is, uh, I'm going to roll a okay. quick fright check for him. He I didn't see, see this coming. Now, but I thought right. we landed in Japan and there were hoplites in Japan was what you were going with. I just I love, to I just love that hoplites were referenced at all. Yeah, it's true. The listeners are learning this Yes, episode. they are. Quick fry check for Socrates. He does okay. He's looking out at all the shit you're seeing, and it's fucking crazy. And you That's guys Napoleon. pop out. And Napoleon, this is his he's, second trip. He's, he's, he's getting out. more He's getting he's more like chill about bro. it. He's still kind of staring at Socrates more than he is out at the space shit. I love that. And he's probably do. driving him crazy. He can't communicate. Or would he speak ancient? He wouldn't speak ancient Greek. He yeah. might. He, might, he would. Uh, Napoleon yeah. might. Yeah. Yeah, I think he does. He was that smart. Um, he's, Wait, so are they talking to each other? He is working up the bravery, I think, to say Aww, something right now. He's starstruck. He's starstruck. Aww. But like, yeah, speaking ancient Greek was very common in, yeah. for the upper class in Europe and yeah. Napoleon's time. So you guys pop out in the air over a baseball stadium. <laughs> and you guys land right in the fucking middle of the pitch. America's pastime, dude. Dude. And there is cheering in all the stands. And uh, give me a quick perception check. 
Fail by two. Woo! Got it. Yeah, Big time. Jazz, go. There's a fly ball coming right oh, at you. Oh, shit. Duck, man. Duck, dude. Dudes, get down. I get pull down. Socrates and Napoleon. We get down. A fly ball. Um, <laughs> Wait, is there still a spear in our TARDIS? No, it bounced off. It bounced it's not, off. It's not made of soft materials it's that take spears. man. The ball lands right in front of you. Wait, is there any way up. I can catch it? Is it was it like a pop fly or is it like a like straight at our head? But you already ducked, so I ducked. Yeah, Damn it. your first reaction was to duck, yeah. not to try and catch it. Bill, what? I think we're at a Dodgers game. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, we should totally watch Wait. the game with Socrates and Napoleon. Ted, Ted. Yeah, their jerseys aren't the Dodgers jerseys. Oh, dude. And I have no idea what Japan's jerseys look like. Well, it's not like that, but I think like. We look around. We can see like the players. We're in the middle yeah. of the game. Yeah. Well, right? if you want to, if you want to give me a, a perception check and succeed can by, can we see that everybody around us looks Asian? That's well, exactly if you, right. give me yeah. a perception check and succeed by a couple, and then then you might notice this is not. Oh, I succeed. Oh, I failed. I succeed by three. Yeah, I think you notice that the players and what you can see of the audience look non-American. Bill doesn't see race. East Asian. He just sees people. Hey, Bill. Yeah. I don't think we're in America anymore. Look. <laughs> Everybody around us, I think we're in China, dude. Dude. Yeah. China. Yeah. One of the outfielders comes walking up and he's shouting at you. No? All right, dude. You're up, Sincerest man. Sincerest apologies, baseball dude. Chinese baseball Chinese dude. Chinese baseball dude. And I, I bow to him. And then I like make the sign of like baseball, like swinging at a pitch. I am very sorry that we have interrupted your baseball game. Very sorry, good baseball sirs. You see, there is security coming out from. Oh shit, dude, we should get Maybe out we, of this, here. This was this was probably not the best decision. Yeah, dude, I think we. I don't I think, think there's any should, personages of historical significance. Yeah, we should here. remove ourselves immediately. All right, where should we go though, dude? Uh, uh, do we have time to look at the book? It's gonna be quick. You're gonna have to succeed by. Right, I'm gonna just put I'm some gonna, more numbers in, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna attempt to flip the book open. And just see the first eight digit. And awesome. then I'm going to keep the book open and try to see what I sent us to. Okay. Can I try that? What do I need to sure. do? Sure. Um, I'm, tr- I'm just attempting to like keep it together enough to okay. open the book, pick a number sequence, and then keep the book open to that page so I can see what I picked once we're in and moving. Okay. That's fine. You do that. Okay. Random. So are we still ra- are we still picking random numbers? This is another random number. It's not a random number because it's, oh, it's Wait, historical. Wait, here's what so I'm going to do. That's a really good idea because now we're going to at least be in, his, in exactly. history. You're not picking random numbers. No, I'm actually looking, looking at, looking from at, the book. at yeah. a number from the book. And the book is not totally random. It has more significant periods more mapped out than others. Right, right. So what what did I pick? How, how did I, what did I open it to? Okay, so you punch those numbers yep. in. And every and you're getting everybody into the Yo, the we're, I, think we, I don't think we ever got out. Yeah. Okay. I love that in the movie that was just like an eight second vignette and it now we're moving be. again. <laughs> it should absolutely be. It's amazing. The fucking Duck! guy just oh my God. God. Oh, comes ah! up fucking Japanese guy screaming at us and yes. baseball almost hits us. So I'm trying. Watch, I fucking put so us in like France know, in World War One. I'm trying. I keep trying to cheat. Yeah. I'm just leaning over trying to look at Paolo's computer, but he's, he's way buffer than I am. <laughs> so the problem is that like he could deflect me if I actually... <laughs> God, he's also got an empty beer bottle that he, he just does. suddenly they could just crash. fucking crash and like stab in my face. So yeah. I'm, I'm just going to try and be cool. Uh, Marion Ravenwood style. Marion Ravenwood style. What you did was you popped the book open randomly, but it went to the spine, the middle, where it had been open to a lot, you know? Okay. And you saw a big set of numbers right in the middle and you punched those in and the heading just says home. Okay. Okay. Home. So where are we? But like, who owns the telephone book for it to be home? Maybe we're going to the headquarters of the health telephone company, dude. Yeah, dude. So he tells me this while we're in transit? Yeah. Are you really? Yeah, you guys are moving back dude, through. You dude, pull- what did you enter? I entered home. Oh. 
but is it our home? Right. Like, are these telephone booths tailored to the people that ride them? No, dude. I think it means we're going to go to the telephone company headquarters. Right. Yeah. Let's get some answers. Yeah, dude. We got to keep our cool, though, because, like, this might be our one shot to pitch the band. Right. Awesome. You pop out in the middle of a cavernous chamber with strange geometric patterns on the wall and dark blues and blacks and three figures seated sort of maybe floating you're not sure on the wall in strange clothes with big hoods wearing dark sunglasses and there's some pretty cool rock music playing around behind you they look at you with almost reverence this is it dude this is this this is our shot this is our shot all right Uh, wait we should tell Socrates and Napoleon to stay in the, the yeah, phone booth. Yeah, for sure. Because who knows what kind of dangers lurk. All right, and then let's do the introduction. Right. And we'll go from there. Right. And we'll improv. We'll right. improvise with them, dude. We'll work with them. Yeah. Right. We can do this. We can do this. Yeah. Okay. This is it. Wild stallions. Wild stallions. Wild stallions. Wild stallions. Wild stallions. Go. Most excellent. Can I see that one of them is female? Um, Humans. People, good, good dude. It's you. It yeah. is I. It's us. Bill Preston Esquire and my most excellent associate. I am Ted Theodore Logan. The three figures raise their hands slowly and religiously, Ted, and they start making move. the shape of an air guitar at you, dude. Dude, I think they're air guitaring us. I start to do the gesture back. Yeah, these are good people. You have the most excellent taste in music, phone company. <laughs> like you know normally you would go you don't realize you that you're changing that. civilizations by saying this they now call themselves phone company <laughs> you don't you i don't love ex- it like you go to the headquarters of like a right. company and normally they play really cheesy, uh, like terrible elevator music yeah but this is really this good is- music so good on you phone company dudes yeah they smile and look at each other and nod they are in agreement my associate and i have a band which is called the Wild Stallions. And we would love if your most excellent phone company would help us to produce a bodacious rock video. Because I have to say, your wall graphics are incredibly bodacious. We would shoot the video here yeah. with you. But maybe we would want some Greek columns right. and the costuming to right. be sheets. sheets. Yes. With uh, a cannon effect. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's amazing. Yeah. We could have Napoleon do it. Right. The central figure raises his hands and says... Ever will the sounds of wild stallions echo through these halls. We're totally in, dude! They know who we are already! Rufus must have told them. Listen, we gotta get back, and we gotta make our history report. But our people will be in contact with your people. Yes. Bill, who are our people? Our, Our people are us. Right! We will be in contact with you in the future because we have your number. Because we have your number. Yeah. Party on. Yeah, we missed. We missed. <laughs> Party on, dude. Party on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> all right. They're really nice, these people. Right. You hear all this stuff about record producers being really, really shitty. Right. But these guys were actually really cool. Right. Wow. I feel like our first meeting went really smooth. Yeah. Hey, and don't worry about that super mastermind that's going to destroy the world. We're going to take care of that right now. Be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes. Where should we go, Bill? I don't know, but we've got some time to think now, so let's make it good. All right, let's look at the book. Okay. You see that Napoleon is starting to shyly ask questions of Socrates. Aww. 
He's like Flynn. <laughs> oh my god, we've got a Flynn again. <laughs> Flynn. All right, uh, so not quite. Here, all right, so <clears throat> uh, tell me what you think. City states in Mesopotamia. Dude, it's got the word pot in it. Let's go. Dude, it does have the word pot in it. But I feel like we're going to get distracted if we do that. Oh, that's fair. Maybe we should stay away. Babes, come see. And we don't have nearly enough snackage. That's true. That's true. You brought the pudding, though, yeah? No. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, all right. Stewed. Seafaring traders. Yes, Do you like think that pirates! means pirates? Oh! Amazing, dude. Let's go there. Yeah. All right. Uh, people, it's under people and ideas on the move. So look for people and ideas on the move and seafaring traders and see, see what the book says. Seafaring traders. Yeah. Is there Done anything in the book that says though. seafaring traders? Here, wait, I'll close? go under the chapter and see. Yeah, look under the chapter there. and see if there's a date. Okay. A powerful seafaring people, the Minuans, oh, fuck. dominated trade in the Eastern Mediterranean from 2000 to 1400 BC. Where the numbers get smaller. They lived on Crete, a large island on the southern edge of the Aegean Dude, I think it's sea. pronounced Creta. Creta. They lived on Creta. So let's go to Creta and see We're if we can find some pirates. We have to pick a date. All right. Let me let's see go right in else. the middle. Okay. All right. So in the middle of that would be what? Oh, math. Math. 2000 to 1400. So right so in the middle. Right in the middle would be 1756. You're right. 1756 BC. Creta. So um, you know exactly where you're going. You find Crete listed. Right. So you can, you can punch in. The, the numbers aren't that specific, but... Like 1756 isn't the exact option, but you find a number somewhere around there. Okay. And you punch it in. Give me an IQ roll to get another um, time travel operation point. Oh, I missed it. Okay, I missed that's it fine. by one. Uh, that's fine. You, it doesn't screw up you getting there. It just means oh, you don't learn more. Oh, it's just bonus points yeah, on my machine. Do I roll for okay. this or no? If you want to, but she's the one who's been okay. operating the machine thus great, far. Great, great. And so you guys are heading to uh, the ancient Minoan civilization. <laughs> Very Amazing. exciting. Amazing. You punch in the numbers. The machine disappears from the future in exactly San Dimas. Exactly where my brain was going with seafaring traders, pirates. <laughs> so you um, you travel in time again. Wait, wait. How are, how are Napoleon and Socrates doing? Are they like buddy buddy now? Socrates is very amused by Napoleon attempting oh. to speak his language. Oh. Napoleon is like very shyly like getting out some Greek phrases and and Socrates is just trying not to crack up oh. because like Is he like working with trying. him on his pronunciation? Yeah, yeah, he's like, oh my God. like correcting him on little bits oh. um but they're communicating. They're actually We might have changed the course of history because we have across. introduced Napoleon to Socrates and oh, we drop not, Napoleon back. Let's not even get into that. Holy okay. Shit. Like they never even get into that in the movie. Like the ramifications yeah, of it. Abraham Lincoln coming yeah. to 1980. What did we say? Eight. Eight. 1988. It's like, well, what the fuck? Let's get into it because I mean, the treatment of time travel in this movie is very clearly implying one very specific model in which everything you do in time travel had already happened. There's only one timeline. You can't change history. When you go back in time, that's what had happened in the first place. So what did Socrates say to Napoleon so that he felt like he had to keep conquering everything? Yeah, 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 yeah. I struggled with the concept of running this movie because I was like, well, it's a world essentially without free will. If you butterfly will. effect it, yeah, it's a mess. Well, but, but it's not you, a butterfly effect exactly, because you it's, do what you're doing. nothing can change because that's the way it always was. But then I realized... 
They can't change their history, but the world you're in is not necessarily our world. So you guys can change history yeah, compared yeah, to yeah, our world. Yeah, yeah. It's just that was always your world. Yep, yep, yep. And that makes, now I understand what you're saying. There is one timeline that is set in stone. Right. And the only, that's the only way that it, that's the only way the entire movie is explained because why would they time travel back to have these two guys pass through history? Well, again? and it's how shit appears in the future when they just think of it. You know, like it's because it was always there. Yeah, the trash can That's on his dad is there because he thinks, "Remember the trash can," and a second later it falls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, the whole point of the movie is that these two guys are going to be separated unless fu- uh, forces from the future right. come back and bring them together. Right. But if we go with other. Other ideas of time travel, the regular ideas of time, I mean, scientific ideas of time travel, and also other movie-based ideas of time travel. Right. That makes no sense at all, because the timeline would play out without that ever having happened. Right. But it does happen. Right. So it's like, that makes a lot of sense to me now. If you guys kill Hitler, then Hitler died in 1936 or whatever yep, 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 in yep. Bill and Ted's world. Right. Good, good. Okay, um, cool. That so you guys pop out in... Kreta. Kreta. A fairly dark room just surrounded by grain. <laughs> Just covered in. We grain. landed in a silo. <laughs> it's just everywhere you can look. It's just some kind of old cereal and surrounding the phone booth. Dude, land with sort of a thud, Ted, half in. Half I believe we it. have landed in a cereal box. Dude, you think they keep the prizes in here too? We should start digging. Yeah, we should start looking for that too. Is there light? So there's like light from the top. How? Wait, seeing? yeah. There's. Are we like suffocate? Like, is it? No, no, no. Okay. So there's. It's like a a structure made of wood, and light is creeping in from all of the little crevices. Mm-hmm. So there's enough light to see, but it's darkened. Dude, the Monins really like their cereal. Yeah. Yeah. Breakfast of champions. Let's explore. I think we should go towards the light. Okay. You see that one of the walls is a doorway, and you can push your way out that way. Mm-hmm. Dude, should we like? Should we bring Napoleon so? Tees with us, or should we leave them here? I feel like we should take them with us. All right, uh, dudes, uh, maybe you should handle right. the communication. Make Did it again? <laughs> Damn! Yeah. Are you gesturing to them? I am. I'm gesturing. Most righteous historical dudes. We are going to go forth and explore. So I point to myself and Ted and I make like a walking motion up my arm with my fingers like I'm walking away out. And then I like point to my eyes and I'm like looking around and I say, we would be most honored. And I bow if you would join us. And I gesture to both of them and like gesture back to us and then like wait to see what they say. Napoleon looks at Socrates and Socrates kind of just. Bows with his hand and says, lead the way. He's deferring to Socrates. That's so fucking cute. Ah, I love this. I love the little bromance. Okay. So I say, most excellent. And I like do like a fist pump. Triumphant. Let's go see what the Monins were like. Right. Socrates fist pumps back. What? Yes. Yes. (laughs) We have transported the fist pump back to ancient Greece. For my brain, how early are we in regards to Socrates? Like this is uh, about twelve hundred years before Socrates. Amazing. He's gonna have his mind blown. Amazing. All right, let's see what the cereal folk are like. Right. Ooh, let's bring some of it with us, just in case Excellent. we meet some folks. Excellent. We can offer them cereal. Excellent. So I fill my pockets with grain. Okay. <laughs> Do you push open the door? Yes. Yeah. All right. Some grain starts spilling out from the door as you step out onto an elevated stone platform looking out on a bustling port filled with activity as several big square-sailed ships are arriving. There are steps in front of you that lead down to the main dock, and to the left, past all that, you see a big town nestled between the sea and the hills. To your right, above a cliff, 
Overlooking it all is an enormous palace, majestically decked out in marble and covered in ornately laid, laid stone. And behind you, through a cleft in the hill, set into a valley just inland, is an enormous labyrinth <gasps> stretching out beyond all sight. Like oh, an actual the labyrinth. Minotaur. Fuck. An actual labyrinth. Yeah. An oh. enormous labyrinth. So, wait. Whoa. We have seen. That the phone booth tends to be an attractant for destruction. Yeah. I say that we close the door and try to hide the fact that we landed here. Okay. So I close the door and I like try to like shuffle some of the grain away. Sure. I pick. I just pick it up and put it in my pockets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm looking out at the at the harbor. Te- uh, Bill. Yeah. I don't see any pirate ships. Neither do I. But this castle is like totally bodacious. Yeah. Hey. Is there anybody around? Any people? Below you, there's like a 10-foot drop, and there's some stairs behind you, and they lead to the docks, and the docks are teeming with people. Oh, all right. So this nearest person I see, I say, excuse me, minnowin' dude, or moanin' dude. And I say, do you happen to know where we may find any personages of historical significance? A dock worker looks up at you. He's carrying a barrel on his shoulder, and he looks up at you very curiously, and he shouts something back. Oh, I don't think they speak English here, dude. Right. You should charade it to him. Right. Socrates taps you on the shoulder and he, he points down. He says, Eteocreta. Oh, I think Socrates understands. Yes, most excellent historical Socrates. We are in Creta. I think Socrates speaks their language, dude. Oh. Yeah. All right. Uh, Socrates, could you uh, ask these moaning dudes if there are any personages of historical significance? I don't think Socrates understands me, dude. You better tell Dude, I better. Uh, uh, right. So, okay. Oh, that was a fail. First fail I've had. So I look at Socrates yeah. and I like pull on like I have suspenders and I'm really important and I like snap them back against my <laughs> chest. And then I turn to Socrates and I make the movement of my fingers like my mouth is talking. And I point down to one of those and I make the important suspenders move again, snapping it against my chest. I totally get it, dude. Right? Yeah. The suspenders mean you're important. Right. Right. Socrates clearly understands. <laughs> he, Wait, no, are you serious? Well, okay, did. never mind. He looks down at one of the dock workers and and stumblingly tries to shout something out. The guy doesn't tr- totally understand him, but he he like squints, like he's saying something that he can kind of figure out, and he points off. Most then, impressive. Wow. We so have Crates. a France speaker. A Greek speaker and a Creta speaker. I think they're called Monins. Monin speaker. And they all talk. Lead the way, Socrates. So Socrates is Socrates is leading you back towards the labyrinth. Oh, okay. Most excellent. Dude, look. Actually, I'll give you roll IQ. There's no way. We're not gonna know them and no one bull is in there. Oh I got a critical fail. Oh fuck, I cannot (laughs) fail this. Oh, I didn't get a success, but I didn't get a critical failure. Wow, you guys, I was just gonna, I, I was literally just gonna say like, hey, you want a historical figure? Probably the big fucking palace there. That's but why no. I said we should go to the palace, but. But no, you, you guys couldn't figure it out. So you're going in the labyrinth, I guess. Oh, shit. <laughs> what does my critical fail do with the fucking. What does your critical fail do? So uh, Or yeah. is it saved for later? Q roll. Nah, I, I like to use them as they I could, happen. I could explain it if you want. What yeah, exactly this fine. is. You, yep. You've got something, go for it. Bill! I know exactly what this is, what? bro. Okay, you know how at like Waterlube, they have like the most excellent water slide. I'm talking about the anaconda. Yeah. The one that like goes all all yeah. over the place and all over on top. Where we almost like vomed on ourselves. Yeah, dude. 
This is the Monin equivalent of the Anaconda. This is the Monin Anaconda. That's exactly right, dude. I bet this is going to be most, most triumphant. Most triumphant. Yeah. There's got to be some kind of ride that gets you through it. We just got to We should it. move with most speed yeah. down to this most yeah. excellent Monin Anaconda. Monin Anaconda thing. Wait, did Napoleon hear us say Waterloo? Waterloob. Waterloob. Has that happened yet? I don't think he's picked up anything. Okay. You guys are speaking English too quickly and with an accent too weird for him to really <laughs> for him to really follow. But he leads you, Socrates leads you down the steps to where the the labyrinth opens up and it's it starts between two rock outcroppings. So the it's sort of squeezed into a little valley directly overlooked by the palace. Mm. Socrates does the little suspenders gesture to you and he points at the labyrinth. Let's do it. Let's go. And he seems a little taken aback by you guys are just charging into the labyrinth, but he's like, all right, these guys know what they're doing. And, and he follows. <laughs> we can die. <laughs> this must be like the line though, to get to the ride. Right. So if we just keep walking. Right. We'll eventually find the ride. I think we must have caught it like early in the day. Yeah, dude, we don't know what There's time no one it is. here. I mean, people like come probably come when they get off work at the docks. Isn't, can't you look at the sun in the sky and know what time it is? Oh yeah. Let's look. All right. Do we know what time it is by looking in the sky? Yeah, you can give me an IQ roll. You're not necessarily going to get it on a IQ minus three to figure out. No. I don't know. No. No, you can't. The sun is in the sky. It appears to be approximately 3.32. I think it is approximately daytime. Excellent. Yeah. Most excellent. One second. You didn't think we were going to go in the labyrinth, did you? (laughs) Maybe not, but that's where you're going. Are you playing it as a mythical being or are we playing it as like potentially we're realistic? We're find out. Like, is it a dude wearing a bull's head or are we fucked? And I fucking love that Socrates is like, I don't know what Socrates I don't know, is thinking, but, sure. but he absolutely understood everything you said. And I'm sure he, I'm sure he knows. Well, does he know about the Minotaur? He's got to know about the Minotaur. He's a pretty smart There's a whole mythology dude. that he is aware of built off of this Minotaur. Like, I was a philosophy major in college and... I know quite a bit about Socrates' life, and, right. and I studied Plato and all that stuff. And I mean, this was this was the guy of mm-hmm. the time. This was considered to be, you know, basically the wisest man that the thinker that walked the earth. Yeah, and he was very well read. So I would assume that he would I'm know sure all he of knows this about the Minotaur. Yeah, which is hilarious because he's I following us into what is the legend that we're just from the Minotaur head. resides at the center of the labyrinth and okay. chases you through it, and only the hardiest of hearts get to the center and survive. Are you fucking kidding? Yeah, we're, just, we're walking into a death trap right now. <laughs> you didn't know. No That's idea. how you were leading us there. I thought, wow, Scott, this is a bold move. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, the Minotaur attempts to kill you as he chases you through the labyrinth. But it's going to be righteous. It's going to be righteous. This is going to be I'm awesome. fully aware of the fact that, like, this is the most dangerous thing that we probably could have done, but we also have luck and serendipity. So we will find our way through this. And we've been pretty, it's been pretty lucky so far. Yeah. So let's see what yeah. happens. You guys step into it and you notice that it's the, the ground just kind of goes down as you walk into it. Does anything it. activate when we step in? Do we feel anything? You feel the air is cool in the labyrinth, particularly at your feet. There's just kind of a chill air there. Dude, I have that like electric skin feeling. Is it like when you see Missy change? No, this is complete. Shut up, Ted. Sorry, dude. Sorry. This is completely different. Socrates must really feel it because he's got sandals on in that Right. Socrates. Are you okay? It will be okay, bro. The cold air means nothing. So you walk forward and there's fairly quickly a split. (sighs) To your left. You see uh, tangling vines that you can push through leading out of sight. And to the right, there is a 
stone steps and then a pool and you can hop on stones to get across and in the movie she goes left <laughs> dude i think the left side is out of order let's go to the pool we'll wash our feet look, it's, look. if it's like water lube then you got to take a shower i have some meta knowledge of the last time i was in a labyrinth and i went left and it was not a good decision so let's go right <laughs> Bill, I don't know what you're talking about, but that's amazing. <laughs> I just had a call back to my former self. All right. So yeah. we're going right to wash our feet. Yeah. So we get to the pool edge and I take my shoes and socks off and start to wash my feet in the pool. Okay. And you see little fishies come up and they start nibbling at your feet. Oh, dude. <laughs> they have like built-in cleaners. Dude, it's like an aquarium right. too. This place is awesome. Right. Roll perception. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, I got it. On Fail. the button. Failure by four. There is a giant snake at the opposite side of the pool that is slithering into the pool. Dude. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I know that, like, some snakes aren't dangerous. Yeah. But there is one at the end of the pool that is slithering into the pool right now. Bogus. Right. All right. I get out. I take my feet out of the water. Right. I think we should get out of the water. Dry my feet off. Um, so I'm a, I'm a little bit nervous about this snake. Is there, like, some improvised weaponry nearby? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's happening, Scott. You can, you can take... <laughs> it's happening. You can't take the jaws out of the character, folks. <laughs> it just can't be done. <laughs> no matter who it is, this snake is having its fucking spinal cord severed. Severed! Uh, there's nothing we can do. Uh, did so you guys bring me. the history book with you? I mean, I... Or did you leave it in the phone book? I, I, I have I not taken my backpack off. Was there something we can roll? I haven't taken my backpack off. And presumably you have the the history book in the backpack. Right. I have the history book. Oh, all right. So I get it out. Look up. Um, go to the area that we said, the the part. The, the mono end. Yeah, the mono Momo end part end. about the seafaring traders. Right. And see if there's a snake. Right. I thought you were saying that like you wanted a weapon. That's an improvised weapon. <sighs> you can hit it with a big old book. <sighs> Right. Wait, so describe this room to me. You're not in a room. You're in a long hallway as part of the open ceiling. It's uh -huh. still part of that same so level. Like Above you, you can see the uh, palace and it's polished stone ground. Mm -hmm. And then it drops off into a pool. And there are single blocks of stone above the water, about six feet apart. So all right, dude. wait, wait. So on the sides of the pool, does it go all the way to the walls or is there like a ledge? Uh, the pool goes all the way to the walls. Yes. Right. So I think this is part of the line, dude. I think we should just go across. I mean, like, the snake right. will just leave yeah. us alone, probably. Right. If we leave it alone, that's what I learned in history, in nature class. Right. If you leave, Don't we'll, touch the snake. Right. You leave nature alone, and nature will leave you alone. Bodacious. Yeah. Come on, Socrates. So, no, Socrates, I apologize. I mispronounced his name. I do that a lot. Right. I lead the way. So, the we go across. Okay. Uh, give me both of you dex plus two rolls. It's not a terribly difficult jump, but it's... Oh shit, I made Got it huge. Made All right. It big time. Presumably one at a time because you can't both land. Who, right. who wants yeah, to go yeah. first? I'll go first. Okay. Okay. Give me another Dex plus two roll to jump to the next one. This is amazing, dude. It's like hopscotch. Yeah, man. And one more Dex plus two to jump to the left. Well, this is Dex plus one to jump to the big time. Wow. And you do it. And you're across the pool. Come on, dudes. Right. Bill, you did you made your first roll and yep. give me another Dex plus two and then a Dex plus one to get across. Yes. Made that. And dex plus one. Yeah. The final leap to the end. Okay. Oh, yes, totally. All right. Well done. Both of you get across. Wait, now, what about Socrates and Napoleon? Yeah. Socrates comes up to the edge. He's an older man. It looks a little bit big for him. He's going to try his best. And he immediately just jumps straight into the pool. Oh, oh no. Socrates! What and, is the snake doing? Well, you can't see the snake right now, but Socrates is drenched. 
And can he stand up in the water? He's no, no. Oh, he's got to swim? swim back. He's swimming to the first ledge, and he puts his arms on it, and he starts to pull himself up, and then poof, he's under the water. Shit. <gasps> oh no, dude. Dude, it was the snake. Let go of Socrates, you serpent dickweed! I and take, I dive into the water. I, oh, you dive in the water? Dive right in the Holy water. shit. All right, going straight for so Socrates. I take off my shoe, and I start battering the water's surface as hard as I can, and screaming. You jump in, and you see under the water. It's murky, but you can see it is a huge snake, and it has Socrates by one of his legs. And Socrates is trying desperately to swim out as, as much as he can. <laughs> All right, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to try and, <laughs> oh my God, I guess I'm trying to think like Ted. Um, what gonna, would Ted do? What would Ted do? I'm going to try and grab the snake's head. Yes. And like, just like choke the snake out. Totally rad. All right. You go to, give me a dex roll to grab, to grapple the snake. Success. Yep, the snake does not wriggle free. You have the snake by the head. Does he come up out of the water? The, the snake lets go of Socrates' leg and it kind of turns now to strike at you. It it misses. You're able to grip it so that it can't quite get itself turned around. But now, give me an HT roll because you're doing effort underwater. Shit, they didn't come above water? It's still underwater right now. Where is HT? This side? It should be on your, your left-hand side. Basic stats. Oh, I got it. Yeah, I make it. Yeah. By a lot. All right. So you've got that snake grappled and it's your turn again. I'm choking the snake out. Okay. I want to choke. The, I want to cut off the snake's air supply and choke it. Give me a strength roll. Yeah. I miss. Okay. So you're you're not strong enough to choke this snake. Um, okay. I'm still smashing the water on my end of the. End the, of the, the snake. It's now the snake's turn, and it turns to try and attack you again. This time it uh, it succeeds, and give me a. Uh, oh shit! Dodge, dude! Dodge. dodge roll. That's ten, eleven. So it turns in your grip, and it tries to jam you against the stone platform that's behind you in the water. Like what do you mean shove jamming? you and like smash like your back against, you against it. it. Batter oh, you shit. against okay. it. Okay. This is a most rude snake. Yeah. This this is heinous. Take three damage. Oh, you get smashed against that stone column. Uh, you've got a pencil? Uh, oh, that one doesn't work behind And it. give me a dex roll to, to hang on to the snake if you want to keep grappling it. What would it take for me to surface and like wave for Bill to come help me or wave for the guys to come help me? You can do that. Yeah, but you I'm have to let, let go. That's my turn, right? So in my turn, I'm going to let my snake, sna let the snake go and come to the surface and, sure. and wave for help. Oof, fail. I don't know what I just rolled. But. Yeah, what, what was he rolling? Uh, I don't know. What were you rolling? <laughs> I, I was saying you oh, had to, oh, so you had can, to roll to hold on. You can just let go. You have but to hold you, I don't. I just want to let go of the yeah. snake and come to the surface, and I want to wave for my boys. And then be like, so. Okay. Yeah. So you pop your head up. You see that Socrates is still scrambling back onto the dry land on that side, and Napoleon is pulling him up. Oh, great. I was like, Bill, Bill, help me, help me. The snake's got me. So I take off my backpack and I yell, go for his eyes. And then I dive in. Okay. Okay. You're in the water too. And now it's the snake's turn. So I've left my book and my backpack on the other end of the pool. Socrates and Napoleon are getting out on the other side. You feel a bite at your foot <sighs> for two damage. Okay. I'm, I'm currently swimming out to help. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay I'm at five. Okay. Uh, I listen to Bill. So I'm going to have to go for his eyes. I go for the snake's eyes. I go to... Stick my thumbs in the snake's eyes. That's going to be a really tough roll for you to do. I know. That's so why I'm like trying to get there as fast as I can. Maybe I should just run. So like swim towards me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's about if right. you want to, if you want to all out, you can get yourself an acceptable roll on his eyes, which is going to be what you don't get a defense, but that means no defense. And you're going to end up at probably like a nine. I think off the top of my head, I can use my luck, but yeah, well, um, you can use your luck. Uh, I could also just swim toward you, and then there's two of us. Mm -hmm. If I can hold him, you can poke him. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna swim toward Bill. Okay. And I'm swimming towards him as fast as I can. Okay. 
the snake is faster underwater than the two of you. I figured as much. And it sees Bill in the water and is now going to strike Bill. Although, Bill, you get a turn. So I see it coming at me. I'm going to all out release my defenses. So you're you're giving up your defense yeah, to make it all think, out. Yeah, because I don't think Bill would think of defending himself. Sure. So I'm going to like all out go to grapple him and also like scratch one of his eyes out. Okay, so he starts lunging towards you and you grab at him. Give me rolls. Okay, so I need to do a dex roll for the grabbing. Yeah. Oh, oh, I miss him. him. Underwater, untrained, you flail at the flail snake. Flail at him. This thing is adapted to this environment. It nimbly is out of your grasp. Does my flailing, like, throw him off at all? Not really. Yeah. I think Damn. you should just get out of the pool. I'm going to get out of the pool. And Start it goes to bite at you. Okay. And it misses. I guess he was thrown off by your flailing at him. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm Bill's, uh, Ted's going to, if I make it to the edge of the pool, I'm going to get out of the water and like try okay, to Okay, it's going to take Bill. you another turn to get to the to the far edge of the pool. Right, so I say, come on, dude. You're underwater. Snake, let's go. You're, you're underwater. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally go to the water. Yeah. <laughs> and I totally interpreted that Actually, what I do underwater is I make the air guitar sound as loud as I can <laughs> yes. underwater. Okay. And I totally take that as like, let's fight to the death. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I go. So now it's back to Ted. You, you took your turn moving towards the far edge of the oh. pool. Yeah, I mean. All right. And this, oh, the snake just crit failed its attack on you. Excellent. It goes to plunge its face into your flank and bite you. And it just totally whiffs and smashes his face against the wall. Is it stunned? That didn't take too much damage, but it, it might be a little so stunned. So I'm going to attempt to do the same thing again. I'm going like all out, grab it, and scratch. Okay, go for it. Okay. Dice don't fail me now. Oh, no, I missed my grab, but I'm still going to try to scratch. Scratch happens. Yeah, you you give him uh, you give him a raking. Oh, it's a six. Nice. Nice. You, you, yeah, it takes a couple damage. He doesn't like that, and now he rears up, Shit. and now that snake is going for the kill. Wait, so is he's, it, is it, am I turn now? Oh, yeah, your turn. Okay, so there's nothing around me that I can see that could be used as a weapon on the walls, anywhere. Got a little perception. Yeah, give me a perception roll. I miss it. No, okay. No, you don't see anything right now. Um, fuck, I can't leave Bill. I mean, like, I, I figured Bill was following me. That's what the was underwater. But yeah, Bill I was like, let's go. Me. So remember who you're playing with. <laughs> oh my God. Well, what are our boys doing? Are they still trying to get out of the water? Well, so you're right at the edge of the pool. Yeah. And so you see that Napoleon has thrown off his jacket, has unsheathed its sword. Has. Wait, the sword and the sword and is about to dive into the water. I, I'm going to follow Napoleon's track. I start heading back toward the snake. Okay. So, the sword. Yeah, yeah. so you're going back under the water. So I'm going to go for the other eye. Okay. I'm trying to try to grapple and go for the other eye. So you, now you're, well, you didn't scratch it in the eye last time. You just scratched it. I'm going to do the same thing again. Just going for the eyes. Trying to grapple. So you're going to do it. It's a harder roll is what he's saying. Oh, because it, it's targeted. Eyes is minus seven. So you yeah, can no, do no, no. an all out determined. Right. No, I think I'm just going to grapple and scratch again. Okay. Because so I don't think I don't think Bill would think to think. You sure you don't want to take a dodge and just try and scratch it? Don't even try and grapple it. Because here's the thing: is that like oh, is it here? coming at me? It's coming at me. It's so going to attack you this turn. So I'm going to dodge sure. and scratch. So you're just going to scratch. So just scratch so that you can dodge when the snake attacks. Right. You. I'm just going to try scratching it. Okay. Just attempting to scratch. Come on, dice. Be nice to me. Hell yes. All right. Hell yes, I scratch. And he nimbly dodges out of the God way in the water. Damn it, snakes! And now he's coming at you. Great. Uh -oh. Snakes turn. But first, 
Napoleon plunges into the water. Napoleon for the win! Sword drawn and surprisingly nimble for a little guy. He starts swimming across the water. Hell yeah, we got Napoleon on our side. I forgot about that. With a sword. But he can't get across the pool before the snake gets another shot at you. That snake is rolling terribly against you. And I have a dodge, too. He's biting the shit out of Ted, but... So now it's me. Um, Yeah, what you doing, buddy? Okay, so if I'm back, uh, I'm heading back to to the... This is all happening on your side of the pool, so you Then I'm going to... um, Oh boy, I am going to try and I'm trying to think of what the best way, now I'm thinking in gameplay way, like the best way for me to do damage, because if I learned anything in this game, it's that do the thing that's going to do damage. That's what you need to do. That's how you what kill bears. What would be the most bonehead damage thing that Ted could think of to do? I mean, I might, my thought was to punch the snake, yeah. but it's underwater. Doesn't matter. It does though. Yeah, you guys are taking penalties to your attacks because but, you're not. But is Ted gonna know that? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna punch a snake in the head. Yeah, and just punch him right in there. I say, get off, Ted, you reptilian dickweed. Yeah. Or Bill, get off, Bill. Reptilian dickweed, I love it. Uh, I miss. Ugh. Oh, damn it. It's really hard to punch things underwater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it really. But is. now Ted has learned. Uh, so wait, now it's your turn, Bill. I'm scratching. I'm just gonna scratch this motherfucker. Actually, you'll get the vitals eventually. Yep. Yep. Give me a roll. Wait. Yeah. Because then Wait, you can take a dodge. What if I get to kick it in the throat? You can take a kick. Yeah, I mean it. Well, not the throat. I because I don't. Where is the throat on a? It's snake? all throat. It's all the throat. whole thing is throat. One long esophagus. The it's nothing but the throat. Only, the head is the only thing we so should. So we ever target, I'm, we should just target that. I'm just gonna like kick the snake. Sure. Uh, give me a. Uh, so it's gonna with be, boots. Yeah, it's gonna be a dex <laughs> minus two, and you're. Gonna, Wait, why is that a dex minus two and scratching is not? Because kicking is harder. Uh, you t- it takes more damage if you kick it, but. Hmm. Maybe I'll just scratch it again. Okay. Scratch. You know what? Oh, tactics. I don't, we should just try and fucking grapple this snake and let Napoleon stab it. Just if we can get cold. Oh, do snake. I see Napoleon coming? Do I know he's coming at me? Yeah, at this point, he's in the water. You see him coming. Oh, oh, then I'm just going to. Yeah, I'm going to grab the snake so that he can, like. All right, give me a grapple. It. Okay. Come on, dice. Come on. Oh, hell That'll yes. I it. grapple that You snake. grab that snake tight. And it's boy, oh boy, this is so dirty, and I'm really refraining here. You just grip that snake. It's just, it is writhing in your grip until it it spits. Spits venom. Guys, work that snake. Snake, uh, that's a, uh, oh no, because you grappled it. It's at a minus two for being grappled. It cannot wriggle enough to attack you. Snake is rolling horribly on you, and now Napoleon gets a roll. Yes! Napoleon Come on, swings. Poly. Oh, fuck yes, Napoleon swings his yeah, sword. Yeah, poly, poly! Napoleon just fucking stabs at the snake. Snake gets a dodge. Yes. Snake dodge. That's not good Whoa. enough. Napoleon fucking stabbed the snake straight Amazing. through. Amazing! Yes! Ooh, not, not for that much damage, but, you know. So he missed sword. the spinal column. Yeah, he didn't sever the snake's soul, Damn. but he did jank it up, for sure. So I see what's going on, and like, and like look, we're g- we'll hold him for you, Napoleon! And I go to grapple the snake, too. Okay. Yeah, does it slow him down? Whoa. Total grapple. Total grapple. Does it grapple. slow it down with having both of us grappling it? Yeah, it's taking penalties to being grappled to its attacks. While I'm grappling it, I bite it. <laughs> All right, give me a roll. <laughs> I mean, is it if I is there anything bad here, or am I just biting a snake? No, it's just yeah. it's just this just keeps dirty. Don't use the teeth, Jaws. Didn't anybody teach you anything? <laughs> some some subjects prefer the teeth. Oh my god! I no, I missed it by one. All right. I just like bite the water. Well, I just roar. 
<laughs> Snake gets an attack. Ooh, that's a success. Ooh, with, with the pelt. Minus four, I would think, right? Because there's two of us. But it got it. Damn it. It uh, goes to attack Napoleon, and Napoleon does not dodge. Napoleon is bitten hard across the shoulder. Oh. Wait, well, wait. Is it his swinging shoulder or his... His other shoulder. Okay. He's still going to get a shot, but he's now at a penalty. Does he get pluses? Oh, fuck yes. He what? rolls very well, and in spite of the penalties, he stabs right at that snake. Yes. Holy, holy. Oh, shit. Come on, that's got to be near fatal blow. Napoleon just straight up cuts the snake's head off. Yes. Napoleon. Yes, Napoleon. Napoleon. Yeah. Totally destroyed that reptilian dickhole. Polly, 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 And um, Napoleon is swimming back to to help Socrates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I got to go see Socrates. Okay. <sighs> Bill, dude, I'm starting to think. We totally just fought a giant water snake. I know, dude. It was amazing. But I'm starting to think this is not a theme park, yo. Dude, my bag is at the other end of the pool. I got to go grab it and then I'll come back. Okay. I'm going to go check on Socrates. Great. And, and, and Napoleon. Excellent. Most excellent. Most excellent. And I go back to get my bag and then I swim back to them. Okay. You swim with your bag because that's going to destroy your books. Oh, I climb. You got to go over the oh, thing. Give me three quick rolls to get across without. Fuck. So plus dex plus two. So I make the first one. Okay. Shit. Give me two more. Just barely made the first one. Make that, that one. one. Last one is what? Make that one. Oh, good. All right. I was. It was going to be fun if you you guys getting by without the history book. Bitch. Uh, made it back. You made it back. I mean, Socrates has had his leg bitten. He's bleeding. Ted, you're more damaged than Socrates. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, took yeah, a couple yeah. big shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not doing so hot. On a scale of bogus to most triumphant. Right. My foot hurts at a most non-excellent level. That's bad. Yeah. Dude. Maybe we could go to that big house place and see if like they got a band-aid or something. Yeah, I think so. Or maybe some Neosporin. Right. We have to go to the palace. Uh, What do they say in English? Post hoste. Yeah. Most expeditiously. Yes. Oh. Dude. Yeah, that was a big one. That was a big one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Where did you pull that one from? <laughs> uh, so you guys are heading back out yeah. of the lab. Yeah. yeah. And as you come out, you see that sort of a, a crowd has gathered as they saw people go into the labyrinth. And they see you guys coming out injured. And there's kind of a murmuring in the crowd. And- Excuse me, Monins. Would anyone happen to have a Band-Aid or perhaps some Neosporin or even an alcohol swab? So. So, yeah, let's go to the palace. Yeah, Bill ha- or yeah, Bill has no idea what Jaws knows. So we we go. We got to go. Okay. You guys. Would I have basic understanding? Do boys take babysitting courses? I, I we would. What are babysitting courses? So I like mean, you, they're you not Mac. You learn a little bit of like first aid so that I would know like apply pressure if there's bleeding. So like rip part of my shirt off and like tie it around someone's leg. I think Do people I know that? might, but I don't think Bill and Bill Ted Bill does not know, know that. that. See, that's what I figured. Okay. Yep. Let's just go to the palace. As you're coming out of the labyrinth, people from the towns start pulling you up towards a stair that leads up to the palace. It's a long stair, so it's not going to feel great on your foot. Okay. But you come to the palace, and the thing is Most, magnificent. Oh, they okay, so they help us out. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Monin, dude. And they are leading you somewhat brusquely towards this magnificent palace. A most excellent palace. Oh, I wonder who lives here. Someone most triumphant. Uh, maybe of historical significance as well. Quite possibly. Napoleon oh. turns to you and he says, Minos, c'est Minos. Oh. Minus. Mm, minus what, Napoleon? He is puzzled by this. <laughs> 
As are we all. As are we. <laughs> they lead you inside and there's a great hall with bronze statues on either side of heroic figures doing various heroic actions and tapestries hanging from every wall. And at the far end is a giant throne made in what appears to be ivory and bronze and stone. Ted. Yeah, Bill? I am lost in translation. <laughs> <laughs> More enthusiasm. <laughs> I am lost in translation. This is most excellent. This should totally be the cover album. This should be the cover of our album when we release it. Take a mental picture. All right, one second. Done. Awesome. Nice. On the throne sits an older man. He's a big guy, but clearly he's seen better years. And on either side of him are two guards of honor, so it would seem. And there are a few attendants about the room shuffling about, some of them with food and some of them with various goods that are moving around. And then there's a main attendant who is kind of clearing space and shuffling you along. And there's, you guys both notice immediately, a very beautiful, very delicate young woman on the far side, near the throne, outside of the where the two guards are standing next to him. Bill, do yeah. you see the historical babe? Bill, I'm in love, bro. Dibs! Take this one. Oh, you're the best, Bill. Hey, maybe you should introduce us, though, to her. Maybe dude, that's... I don't talk to girls. That's you. No, no, no. I mean, to the main dude oh, on the throne. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's Minus. Minus. Oh, that's what Napoleon minus. meant. Minus. I turn to Napoleon. I'm like, right on, dude. Minus. Minus. Oh, should we look him up? Yeah. All right. You got your bag? Yeah. All I right. my bag. To Will you unzip me, dude? Yeah, I get the book out and go ahead. You introduce this dude. I'll look him up. Right. So I approach oh, the throne. He must be under minus. Minus. Do I see anything under minus? M I N U Z. Really? All right. Uh, is there anything in this textbook about this guy? Or should I roll IQ or something? Yeah, you can give me an IQ roll. All right. While he's doing that, I approach the throne. I miss. Okay. By <laughs> you're, four. You're, you're scanning randomly. You can't even find the Minoan chapter right now. Great. Most excellent minus. I am Bill Preston Esquire, and this is my most excellent associate. I am Ted Theodore Logan. And we Together we are, are Wild Stallions! But that is not appropriate to this situation. <laughs> the king stands, and where he stands, the whole assembly room kind of comes to a standstill, and people bow. Ted, I think we should bow. All right? Yeah. Okay. Bow. So I bow down. And the bow. king starts shouting at you. Oh, Dothraki. I <laughs> <laughs> A reference that surely would have been common in 1988. <laughs> I couldn't help it, sorry. He might have been writing it in 1988. Yeah. We don't... I think he was. That dude's been George writing George R. R. Martin is like, I get it. <laughs> yeah, George R. R. Martin gets that reference. Do you by chance have any horses in the back? You've seen a lot of horses about town. Dothraki. Um, historical nerd, probably not. No, there wouldn't. There wouldn't be horses on Crete. Seventeen hundred BC. Um, yeah, there might be. There might be. It's possible. So does King Minus seem pissed? Yeah, he Min seems Minos? very pissed. He seems really pissed. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna have Socrates roll uh, IQ to try and understand. Oh, crit success. He understands the shit out Holy of that. Holy shit! But now Napoleon needs to roll to understand ancient Greek translation. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Reroll this one. Oh my God! Two ones! Two ones! Two ones! Two ones! Two ones! Holy shit! What the fuck? 
<laughs> Three ones, folks. <laughs> Those were two consecutive crit successes. Fucking weird. Yeah, Napoleon understands the shit out of it. Now he's got a role to communicate it to you in his broken English. Oh, God. This game wants us to win. Yeah, that's good enough. Nice. That's good enough. <gasps> Napoleon, what did he say? Um, uh, so, um, so uh, Socrates says that... Uh, you speak English? Uh, uh, He's... He speaks English, dude. He's spoken English the whole time. Oh, I lost him again. Yeah. Good. The um, the king Minos accuses um, new uh, us, 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 said us, we, of being um spies, spies, and attempting to free his prisoner. No, 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 oh. dude. Oh, I take the history book and I put it in front of Minus and I say, most excellent leader, we are just following the book. Napoleon, explain to him that we are simple travelers through his land. Minstrels, if you will. We are musicians of most excellent quality. Great idea, Ted. Na Napoleon succeeds in understanding you. He will attempt to speak it in ancient Greek to... Um, oh, that's not a good one. Oh uh, no, his IQ is high. That'll pro that'll be just good enough. And now uh, Socrates has to, with severe penalties, try and communicate this. Two. He might have gotten it across. Oh shit! He, you you see him pipe up. Hey, the, that's the most weak link. Him trying to communicate in Ethiocretan is a little bit difficult. Jesus. So I yeah, I walk up and I lay the book at his feet and I say, "You may read, most excellent sir." We are just trying to collect historical figures. Wait, let me gesture this. Yeah, give us a gesture roll. Probably easier than like the yep. three language rolls in between. Yep. Oh, Whoa, that was not a crit failure, but it was pretty bad. So I just, <laughs> okay, okay. So, so I walk up to his throne, his most excellent, bodacious throne, yeah. and I lay the book at his feet. Yeah, I come with him. Next and I him. say, we are just trying to disentangle all of the misunderstandings. And I make like my fingers around my head, like loopy a few times. And then I bow a couple of times to like show him that he is the boss. And then I like pound my fist over my heart. And back away slowly. I pound my fist over my heart. Yeah. Back away slowly with my with my head bowed. Yeah. Minos is baffled by this. <laughs> That's the best I could hope for with that kind of a roll. Uh, he any, doesn't want to kill me. Any worse, and I would have made one of those an offensive gesture Shut in up. his culture. <laughs> don't even. Don't even. He shouts something else to you. Quick string of translation. Oh God. Napoleon looks puzzled to you and he says uh, apparently he wants to make us roast duck oh. roast duck uh, I believe we are to eat roast duck smash cut to you being in prison at the bottom of the dungeon being like ah no 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 prison yes it's very similar <laughs> very similar in the Greek right. well done follow I well apologize done. Are, have we had got, got any medical attention <laughs> or are we just um, in prison Actually, Napoleon has first aid. He will attempt. Of course he does. He's a general. He's a general. Yeah. Got one HP back. Nice. Hey. Okay, cool. I just want to make sure, I wanted to make sure that Ted wasn't bleeding out, that the snake out. isn't poisoned, that all these things. You don't know if the snake is poisoned, but you're not feeling anything well, yet. Well, he is poisoned. Okay. That's a fucking long ass poison. Usually it works pretty fucking quick. Well, okay. Uh, so we're in prison. You're in prison. Shit. You are in a cell at the bottom of this palace. Bill. 
Yeah. Our adventure through time has taken a most heinous turn. A most heinous turn. <gasps> hmm. Nobody knows the, the trouble, trouble we've seen. seen. Nobody, Nobody knows, knows my Jesus. Nobody knows the trouble, the trouble we've seen. seen. We're singing really, really loud. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> knows but Jesus. Dude, rad. That was badass. We'll have to cover that on our first yeah. album. Yeah. As, as they're bringing you down, they find the grain in your oh, pockets and think that you were stealing it. from the town. Oh, so... Now you're a spy and, boy, oh boy, and a grain bitch. Uh, so tell us about this prison. The prison bars are, are, they don't seem that well constructed, but there's two guards in the room. So that's the main, like, it's, it's not a jail in the modern sense, right? It's a dungeon in the ancient sense. This is a place where they are holding you and the bars are not meant to keep you in. The two guys guarding the room are keeping you in. Oh, we should negotiate with these guys. Right. Do we have anything we can give them to let us out? All right, so what do we have to... Most honorable dudes. So the guards turn to you, and and one of them has a nasty scar across his face, and he seems like a mean dude. The other guy's just kind of like a... This is a quarter. They both look at it. Yeah, the guy with the scar on his face walks over, and he grabs it from your hand and takes it. And this is a dime. He walks over and he looks at it and the other guy speaks up and he, he wants that one. The nasty guard looks at him nastily and grabs it out of your hand and stares down the other guard and pockets the, cor- the dime. And this is a penny. Now this, to them, looks far more valuable. Copper. I knew it. Mm. I didn't. Jaws did, but <laughs> not metagaming, I promise. And they both stand up. Hold it back, dude. So they free us. I know. Does he go for it? Yeah, they're both going for and it. And I pull my hand away last second. Yeah, they burst into the room and they're they're trying to pry it out of your fist. But I pull it into the into the cage. Yeah, they're coming in. They, I, they open the cage? Yeah, they open the cage. They're coming in. So I hold in my hand. Wait, 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 wait. And I pull out. How many pennies do I have? You've got like five pennies. I pull out two more pennies and I put them in my hand. I pull out three more pennies and I put them in my hand and I, I point to the four pennies and I point to the four of us and I gesture as if I'm going to give it to them and then close my hand. The nasty guy goes to just take them from your hand. Run, bodacious dude! Yeah! And I open my hand and as... Throw like Throw them, I, Bill! I throw them to the back of the cell. Yeah, they're going for it. Both of them are wrestling for this. And you're sprinting out the... Oh, but, yes. I, clo- some but stuff. I closed the cell behind me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Did it work? And you're, yeah, yeah. Total the two of them are wrestling for like what? that is that is you know. Vammer, you're amazing. This is awesome. <laughs> Valuable in this period. Yeah. They are fighting each other. You're sprinting up the stairs, and now you're in a long hallway with doors on either sides and a hmm. doorway of honor at the end. As we walk, are there weapons or sprints? Well, perception. I missed. Oh, you got close, though. Uh, I miss it by two. Damn it. No, no, you don't see anything. Nothing. I think we should just go back to the booth, dude. Okay, let's go. All right. Do we know uh, we have, Do we know where we are? Right. No. Well, roll, roll IQ to figure out how to get out of here. Is there light? Is there a source of light? I fail. Oh, I got it. Yeah, you did. By two. You remember which way you were brought through, but you're going you're gonna to have to go back through that crowded Shh. throne room to get there that way. Dude, maybe we should look around for disguises. Right. Yeah, we can dress ourselves up as Monins. And then they won't even know. Nearby. Wait. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, so you said there's rooms along. Yeah, yeah. There, right? you're... Is there, are there ones that have disguises in them? All right, dude. This is what I think we need to do. Only one way to find out. Dude, I think this is what we need to do. Let's go into a room. We'll knock on the door. Okay. No, let's just go. No, but here we'll knock. Okay, and like we'll say that it's a candy gram or something like that, and then like they'll come to the door, and then when they open the door, we'll rush in because yeah. the thing might be like you know, and then we'll like and we'll I mean I don't want to hurt anybody, but like dude, gonna... I think some people have to fall. All right, dude. You're you're the man of action. Let's right. do it. The current hallway you're in has two doors on either side and then one far door that has okay, like the right, an elaborate thing. Last time we went to the right, there was a snake. Let's go to the left this time. Yeah, that makes yeah. total sense. Right. The left far door or the left yeah, near door? Near, Let's go to the closest one, dude. Right, closest left door. Okay, you open that door and it no, is... No, wait, wait. We knock first and we okay. say, Candy Graham! Candy Graham! You knock on that door. Yeah. No one answers. Push it open, man. Yeah. Okay. We, we open it. It uh, filled with candy. candy. So it, you open this door and you see a room filled with masks that are lining the walls. They're made of copper and of precious gems. And you see paintings on the walls that lead up to those masks telling stories of who these people were. Dude, I mean, like, we could wear the masks, but they're still going to know us from our clothes. Right. I think we should keep looking. Let's keep going. Right. Okay. So we sh- we're going to shut the door. Yeah. And we're going to go to the next. Yeah. Should we go to, like, the next one on the Let's left? shut the door with reverence. Yeah. No, it's totally. Right? I totally agree. Right. Yeah. Okay. So we, we shut the door with reverence. And then move on to the next left or door. Left far door. Because right has steered us wrong. So we're going left or. That was deep, dude. Right? Right has steered us wrong. Right. You open that door. Candy Graham! Candy Graham! No answer. Go in! Yeah. It's a room filled with uh, various fabrics that are just strewn about. Excellent. Dude. Dude, remember the sheet. Yeah. Ooh, I bet Socrates could help us fashion some garments on Socrates. Because he's wearing something that's hey, similar to this. Why don't you put the clothes in my backpack and then... We can dress in other clothes and keep the clothes we have. Yeah. One yeah. thing, these are these are like colored silks. They look to you very feminine. Oh. Can we be? We're going to have to be babes, babes dude. dude. Yeah. Babes, dude. I could be a babe. I could be a babe. I, th- I feel, and listen, I'm not like. <laughs> hey. They do call each other fags. Though. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Let me. One of those moments of like, wow, some things have changed since 1988. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yes, Where they, they hug each other and go, they bag. Have. Yeah. Dude. Dude. Just because we're Dude. wearing these silk garments right. doesn't make us fags. Right. Yeah. And also, I mean, who says fags can't be cool? Yeah. Right? I never thought If about they save that. our lives. <laughs> Let's save our lives. That's really forward thinking, dude. <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to be inclusive, man. Dude. We'll have to talk about pronouns once we leave. <laughs> but for right now, let's <laughs> I'm really glad that times have changed. And I want to wear pink. <laughs> so yeah, we would love to take these things and fashion have, have with Socrates. Socrates. So Can you help us to tie these fabrics? Socrates is going to roll for his fashion sense. Okay, he starts trying to put things around you. It's not particularly convincing, particularly on Napoleon, who's in full like French <laughs> battle garb. That shit does not look natural. <laughs> And yeah, you guys are, you know, you guys are covered in some silks in various, very our heads weird ways. Our heads yeah, yeah, sure. You're all wrapped up. Your faces are covered. All right. Now make sure, dudes. I, and I start to walk Wait, around the room. Napoleon, the jacket. The jacket gives him away. Let's put his jacket in my backpack. Okay. And I like hold my backpack open. I'm like, dude, you're... D- <laughs> Shit, I got a gesture. 
Oh, wait. No, I get it. I get it. No, I don't. 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 I missed it by two. So I'm like, <laughs> I turn to Napoleon and I hold my backpack open and I'm like, hey, dude, your jacket. And I like slap my shoulders really hard. Dude, I think the silks are over his jacket, though. Oh, they are? Yeah. Oh, oh, never mind then. Yeah. Yeah, we're good. Um, dudes, we've got to be babes. And I babes. Like walk around the room in a feminine fashion. Okay. To try and instruct the guys of what we need to do. Give me a roll for that. <laughs> give me like an, IQ, an act. Give me an IQ minus three to, to. I love it. I love it. Oh, that is a miss by two. Damn. Yeah, you look pretty silly. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. All right. I can think I, they get can it. Can I try my feminine sure, sure. walk? Give us a feminine walk, Bill. What is IQ minus two? Uh, three. Three. Nope. You look even sillier. Great. You start just swaying your hips. How do Socrates and Napoleon do? Socrates isn't doing this. Napoleon <laughs> certainly isn't doing this. Socrates is just loving you guys' act. He's like, he's like, yeah, keep going. Like he's gesturing, like I'm fucking. Oh, loving he this. gets it. We're Bill. bonding. All right, man, this is bo- male okay. bonding. Let's go. And so, in my feminine walk, I start to walk. And out I the do door. the same. Okay, so you guys are now gonna try and head up the stairs towards toward where we because okay. she, she did make that IQ roll. Right. And she knows so, how to go. So All the right. way out. So uh, give me uh, if if you guys are doing this acting, I'm so give doing me another it. acting roll to get through what that is chamber. That? Same thing. In, IQ minus three. IQ minus three? Yeah, you didn't get that. No, I missed by two. <laughs> I did not get that. I did also not crit, crit fail. It's just very close. Yeah, you don't look particularly convincing. <laughs> Shit. I don't think we know that, though. No. I'm, are you kidding me? I'm, I'm, I'm committed to this. Yeah. Socrates, who's covered and, and knows the culture a little bit better, kind of like waves you and he's going to walk in front and he kind of leads the way. VIP. Thank and he's, do, he's doing a certain walk, like one hand forward. You should do what Socrates do does. Do what Socrates does. Yeah. You get to the top of the stairs and, and you get to the chamber. Oh, fuck. The main chamber. Right. And, and But it's fairly busy. You know, there's a lot of business happening in this Dude, chamber. This is the center of the We should walk to the outside edge. And Socrates is doing his little walk. Let's just follow Socrates. And one particular uh, merchant comes up to Socrates and starts talking to him and Socrates coquettishly covers his face. We should do the same, <laughs> this dude. This is amazing. Cover your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we just were, we're mimicking Socrates and following him. Yeah, we're just following Socrates. And the merchant starts leading you in a different direction oh, and Socrates starts following. Okay. Uh, we'll follow Socrates. Uh, uh, so- I, I go up to Socrates. Hey, Socrates. Do I know where I'm going? Socrates, maybe. You don't we- know. And in a girl's voice. I go up to him and I go, Socrates. Socrates. Perhaps we should go in this direction. And I'm, I, there's an exit that I'm, uh, I'm sure there's an exit to the hall, which is where we came in. Because yeah. it's the hall we yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perhaps we should go in this direction. And I start to lead him. What does way. the guy, the merchant, do? <laughs> the merchant is, no, is ushering you along towards the other side of the chamber. Uh, uh, I, 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 say, I go up and I kiss the merchant. <laughs> <laughs> I just grab his face and I like face plant. I'm like, go. <laughs> oh my God. Good job, dude. Go, dude, as fast as you can. Okay, so you're distracting the I merchant. Are you guys, are you running? We start going. Right. I mean, we start sashaying really fast. Start sashaying after you, fast out the central chamber. You're heading out the main door, but you're kissing the merchant. I Come on, dude. I am. Okay, so I let go. As soon as they're like halfway across, I let go and I'm like, ah, and I pull the, the, the silk over my face and I like, Sachet as well as I can. Ed, the merchant grabs your arm and he he looks at you and I adoringly giggle. I giggle and I I, I gently slap him and I, I, and I try to get away. 
He's not letting you go. I but I can I can I like can I like fight to get out? How do I do that? Yeah, if you want to roll uh Dex? give me a yeah, Dex to try and escape his oh grip. Oh my god, what have I done? Oh well, I get it. You just barely escape his oh grip. Oh my fucking god! And I get it, and I go running after them. Okay, you go running, and now he's chasing after you. I am you. running, though. I am running. Yeah, give me a roll. Oh shit! My running is not that good. I should have kept my mouth quiet. Oh, Ooh. I missed it. I missed it. He manages to just grab you by oh, the waist, no. okay, and I, he lifts you off the ground, and he's you've sprinted out the door. No, no, I to the door. I sprinted to okay, the door. You see this I happen. stopped, and yeah, and so I, 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 let, I make sure that's uh, that's Socrates, and uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, um, Napoleon get through, and then I turn around and I see what's going on, and I come back, okay, and I walk straight up to the merchant, and I say, <laughs> I turn around, and see, I say, bitch. That's my girlfriend. And I slap him as hard as I can across the oh, face. Shit. Roll for it. Roll, give me a roll for it. Just slap him. That's enough. Oh, That's 10. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. Okay. And he uh, does not dodge. Oh, he doesn't no. see it coming. Also, he's grabbing someone. And then I and then I pick up Bill. All right. I, I take Bill like in the, by the arm like he's my girlfriend and I start to leave him away. <laughs> and we go giggle, giggle. Yeah. And we're, we're I was giggling. Like, I, 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 go, I go, Bill, giggle, dude, giggle. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the, uh, you lose the merchant in the crowd. Oh <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. It's the greatest funny comedy oh of all time. <laughs> and, we, we, and you are out at the front of the palace. Have, you have not, however, brought any historical figures from this period. Dude, that's, that's okay. I think we should go someplace else. Let's go. <laughs> I, I think, you know what? There I think moaning snake. culture blows. Yeah. I don't think we need to know anything about moaning culture. There was a snake. Yeah. There was. A, I had to kiss a dude. I don't want to take these. I don't want to kiss anymore, dude. These buttholes to San Let's Dimas. Let's go. Yeah. All right. So you guys head so, uh, back towards the Napoleon. We have to go. Yeah. Just just go. And I just point towards the the. I think they just you head away. down. Yeah. Fair. Towards fair. the the phone booth. You get to the silo and you open it up and you see that there's an old man and he's, you know, trying to deal with the grain and there's a fucking phone booth in there and he's Take the old man. loudly. Let's go. Oh, I mean, I guess he's not really historically Ted, significant. just grab him. All right. Well, I'm already looking at the book. Hello, moaning dude. We would like to take you to San Dimas and show you around for a while so you can tell us what you think. Quick translation chain. Yes. 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 The, they're rolling great on their translations. This is actually very unlikely. Napoleon says to you, uh, he is uh, annoyed by uh, the shit in his grain. Great. We'll remove the shit, dude, but come with us. Yeah. Tell him that when he comes with us, the shit will be removed. And, and we will have him book. back in time. Okay. No, wait, so, let him keep talking, because I'm looking yeah, at the book while he's talking. No, no, no. And we'll have him back in time for dinner with his family. A translation chain happens again, not very effectively. Yeah, like, look, look. But you're, are you pulling it? <laughs> I just started right. start, start leading him, him, toward, him, the, him. Toward, the, toward the booth. And he's I'm looking at the book. He's just like swearing at you about the <laughs> shit in his grain in ancient dude, Minoan. I think he's swearing at us in Minoan. <laughs> that could be part of the report, dude. Excellent. Awesome. All right, and you get in the phone booth. Where yep. are you going? Uh, I just opened the book again. Wait, no, no, wait. let's... Yeah, we, we, I mean, do we have, we time? have time? We have time. We have a little right? bit yeah, of time. Got yeah. we, so got I want to go. Dude. Dude. Let's go like a little later in history. Yeah, I think so. I mean, like closer to right. us, but later in history. I'll give you some ideas. Do you know what I'm saying? Sure, yeah, no. So. Uh, I'll go. I, I looked uh, at like, look the first chapter, but there's also things. Yeah, like, but like. Dude. What? Tang and Song China. Done. What is Tang. the time period? 
Do you think that means what I think it means? Yeah, dude, but what's the time period? Oh, um, it says empires in East Asia. Give me a date, dude. Tang, dude. Right. <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm gesturing to Socrates. Can you talk to After the, the Han dude? Dynasty collapsed in AD 220. Done. No AD emperor. 220. Do you want to go later, though, dude? Dude, can we go to like, like, like. Well, hang on, dude. 1635. Uh, is. <laughs> yeah. Done. So I like flip to the book to like see if I can find 1635. Do I see it? Do I see it? You can go. Sure. Like Great. it's again, it's organized by place first. So. All right. Ooh, let's do this. If we were persons of historical significance, right. what year and what what country would we live in? Italy. Italy? Yeah. Why? Because they have pasta. Yeah? And pizza. I could go for some pizza. Me too. Napoleon, do you feel like pizza? Pizza? That's like, I'm hungry, dude. Me too. Yeah. Let's go to Italy. Let's go to Italy. Food. Right. Napoleon says, j'adore la pizza. Oh, Damn. he's into it. All right. Pizza. So we'll go, we'll go to Italy, but we need to like figure out a time to be in Italy. I mean, like, like when did they have the best pizza in Italy? When it was invented, I would think it was probably right. the best. When? So when do they make pizza? Pizza. How can we find that out? I don't know. Dude, it's gotta be like nearby to us. Pick a year because the dude is trying to complain and get out of the- Dude, no. We're going to 1923 Italy. 1923. Yeah. Okay, dude. All right, you're off to 1923 Italy. Oh, I love I what love this. What have I what, done? What am I, like, them having total freedom of all of time and space is one of my favorite. And also, as a DM, <laughs> do not try this at home. <laughs> activities I've ever attempted. 1923. So I have put us in the middle of the World War. No, no, no. World the War. end of the World War. End World of World War One. In we're, Italy. We're, yeah, we're outside of World War One. We're in Italy. Uh, I'm going to call it for the day and we are going to do a uh, quick mailbag, mailbag with the folks. Uh, before we get into emails, uh, I just want to give a bunch of shout outs and thanks First of all, to uh, everyone who has subscribed to the Patreon, you are yeah, wow. making a big difference, keeping the mics running, and um, making this show be able to grow to the degree that it has. And to all of our listeners, whether you have contributed or not, just listening. We love that you're listening. We love that you uh, have rated us on your various media and recommended us on Twitter and on iTunes and on... Boy, I sound like an old man right now. No, look. So like sometimes we, 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 as we track our growth, sometimes we see like massive jumps. And so like, we aren't always able to track what you're doing for us. But like when that occurs, sometimes some of you have mentioned us on Reddit or on Twitter or on another podcast. We don't quite know where that's coming from, but just know that we're incredibly grateful when we see that happen because we know that you guys are out there just absolutely spreading the word and spreading the goofiness and the world needs goofiness right now. So thank you for being angels of the goofy. Yeah. And thank you primarily to Brandon Marsala. Yeah. Who thank sponsored you, this episode mm -hmm. was very generous to us. Thanks, Brandon. Yeah, Brandon's really difference. smart because we had no idea <laughs> yeah. how much fun this is going to be. Yeah, this right? was crazy amounts of fun. <laughs> Thanks also to Brad Cheek, who, uh, so I, I mentioned in a re recent episode that I had a game called Twilight Struggle and various people emailed me to tell me how terrible it was that I wasn't playing that game, that it was sitting fallow on my shelf. But Brad Cheek uh, actually chatted with us online and taught us on Skype how to play because I complained that it was too complicated for me and it's an awesome game and it's actually not that complicated once you get into it well yeah you just kind of have to understand how the cold war happened did you guys play yeah well yeah, yeah. we yeah we started to. there's a lot of options <laughs> and thanks to uh you dandies on my arm on reddit who is also on twitter 
under the name Part Bear, Part Not. Yep. Let me make Love. sure I got that. Amazing. No, you're right. It's Part Bear, Part Not. Amazing Twitter name. Uh, right? Yes, that's right. And thank you. Your art is amazing and we super appreciate it. And thanks to I, all the people who have been making fan art. That tattoo that that they designed, I don't, I don't I think she's a girl, but I'm not sure. I don't want to I don't want to assume. The the tattoo that they designed was really fantastic with the sever the spinal column. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh just like had a really like wonderful like blushy happy giggly moment when I saw that and was like, "Wow, that's that would be a badass tattoo." Also, I want to thank uh whoever's been working on the film reroll TV tropes. We have an incredible oh, TV holy tropes shit. page. I just Very discovered complete. this a little while ago and was like just going through the backlog of of stuff that has been created. And uh, what is what is the address for that? We should we should send people directly to it. What is that? Oh, uh, go to. Oh, let me see. Uh, it's just look up film reroll on TV tropes, tvtropes.org. and uh, people have made very great like breakdowns and analyses of our episodes. It's a ton of fun to read and really fantastic, really cool. I don't as as like a, a non nerd nerd. I like don't quite understand all of the tropes <laughs> that you're accessing and have to do a lot of like backlog research. But it's it is incredible what you've come up with and what you've pulled out and like some really like I had a lot of like really proud moments of the stupid shit that I was saying in the middle of of oh brother where art thou that everybody picked up on and like we're on the TV tropes page hmm. so if you get a chance check it out it's really fun I got to do that's the one section you, that I haven't oh you got to look at it I was like busting I, I read the up. Reddit and I read uh, the Twitter feed but I haven't yep. read the tropes I'll yep. do that oh and thanks on um, film reroll subreddits uh, you quitter has been making a uh, le uh, Lego film reroll series, which is pretty neat. Yeah, I've been yeah. enjoying those. It's pretty cool. Really? Yeah, you got to look at that. Oh, my God. And thank you to everyone who's been involved. Uh, I'm sure I'll have more things to say on further episodes. That's it for now. Just, let's do some emails. It's just really cool. It's cool to see the community that all of you are building and are interested in building, especially in a time when I feel like there's been a lot of like breaking down, like all of you are coming together and mm -hmm. building something really awesome and we are so excited to be the the place where it's safe to just be yourself and like make something you care about. And we encourage you to continue. We love seeing all of it. Uh, all right. I'm just going to read a few emails. Uh, we are reading them. Uh, we don't always have a chance after the episodes to read them out loud, but. Or to respond. But yeah. no, we are, we are reading them and you're very much making our lives very happy. So Paul says, uh, hello all. I just wanted to send you a message thinking, thanking you for your podcast. Whether I have seen the movie or not, it is just such a treat to listen to you guys take them into parts unknown. I just finished your episodes of Stand By Me and I was heading to work when I reached the cursed crutch bit and had to stop walking. I was laughing so hard, <laughs> much to the confusion of many a pedestrian who walked past me. And the guests you have had on have been so wonderful. I hope to hear more from Scott Aiello oh. and Carolyn Faye Kramer. She's coming. Um, Thanks, man. Also, I love the riffing that you've been using to start and end the episode. Hope to see more of that. Thank you, Paul, in Prague. That's right. You got international listeners, he oh says. Oh, God. Wow. Prague. No Prague. shit. Prague. Jesus I Christ. mean, I knew we had Sweden and Japan, but I didn't know we had Prague. Oh, we're hot shit in Prague. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, I can't do Prague. Accent. Dude, I, I would love to visit Prague. I've been there. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been, I was I've heard there. it's um, just like stunningly gorgeous. It really is. The, the, the 1999 is when I was there and it was really not too far after the, you know, um, the fall of communism. The, yeah, and, right. Like, the city was just alive, alive. Really? The street performances, the, the um, symphonies and all of the churches, the beauty of the city itself. Prague is an amazing place. Um, oh, I would go. go back there. And if I remember correctly, 
like, you know, back when the dollar meant something. I mean, I had uh, an entire apartment for 50 bucks oh, a week. I don't want it. That hurts. Uh, and I have, well, I remember, oh my God, I went into a place, I had a stein of beer, like a giant this stein of beer and a big bowl of goulash yeah. and the bill came and it was like two American dollars. Oh my God. My, it was back in the day, but whoa. One of my aunts can make goulash like nobody's fucking Dude, business. Goulash is good. It's so good. That, yeah. Like comfort food. Yeah. Goulash is one of the ones I go to first. And I even remember the bar being like a really like, you know, like a very comforting place, a big right. roaring fire and like everything was made out of sort of like, they had like a, a wood theme going on in the yep. place, you know? Yeah. It was great. It yeah. was great. Prague was freaking amazing. I want to go. <laughs> so if we're in Prague. <laughs> yeah. We'll look you up. Paul from Prague. So Tommy Hall says, hello team. I was wondering if you were open to do foreign films. I know. Absolutely. I, I don't know very many. And the ones I do know, I Emily like to life do let the right one in. Yeah. Yeah. You want to run that? Yes, well, there's that, isn't there that, uh, that Japanese zombie movie we were talking yes. about doing? Oh dude, there's so, there are so many Korean films that I want to run so badly. I have an actor for that too. Just so you know. Let's do it. We'll bring in Cayenne Kim. Oh, I really want her on here. She would really be good at this. I, I only know Cayenne Kim from your like Instagram and your Facebook, and already <laughs> I'm like, this is a woman that I think is a kindred soul that I would really love to get to know. If any of you watch uh, the Disney Channel, she is uh, recurring on several Disney shows. She is a crazy little Korean girl that I went to school Let's with. Let's bring her on. Yeah, she's amazing. She lives in LA, but we could definitely... Oh, Cayenne Kim, will you travel for us, please? Because <laughs> I really want to be your friend. So, uh, Lucas Cardoso. Have we read this already? Um, if we, if we, I don't think we have. Just cut it if you have. Okay. Uh, hey, Film Reroll, how are you guys doing? Huge Film Reroll fan from Brazil here. I really enjoy the podcast and love that it's one of the few which uses GURPS, my favorite system. Yeah, GURPS. Uh, been listening since the beginning. Yeah, GURPS. By some random suggestion. Big shout out to all the crew and really happy to see that Scott became a regular member on the show. Oh, man. I'm getting all this love today. You are. Thanks, guys. Jaws is awesome. I'd like to suggest that you guys give her the opportunity to play a role to satisfy her bloodlust. Maybe well, she could play like, Conan the Barbarian or oh any murderous movie character. Uh, I Tom, you. I got news I for you. you. She satisfies her bloodlust, whatever character we give her. Okay. You, you get me. You yeah, get that's me. That's right. <laughs> Kudos to Paolo for investing so much in creating awesome worlds out of movies that sometimes don't give a lot of info on world building and being a great GM over. Ah, stab it, stab it. You just stab it. Stab it. Uh, Paolo really brings those movie worlds to life and I go, ah, stab it, stab it, stab it. Even lame ones like Homeward Bound, lol. <laughs> you sound like the cleaning lady from Family Guy. And no. Yeah. And no. Yeah. Lemon pledge. I really enjoy the work you guys. I really enjoyed the work of you guys. You all have amazing synergy during the recordings. Peter, John, and Andy are hilarious and contribute a lot to such a good show. Favorite episodes so far are Halloween, Jumanji, Speed, and Back to the Future. Let's catch a beer when you guys come to Brazil. Take care and keep up the good work. Dude, I want to go to Brazil so Thank you, Lucas. Badly. So let's go, to, go to Brazil, to, uh, Brazil via Prague. Sure. And we'll just, we'll sure. do the, I, I, oh, when we do the film roll tour, the, the re-roll well, tour. We've been, we've been talking about the fact that like there are certain cons that we should probably start hitting. Yeah, man. So as soon, as soon as we know what cons we're going to, we will let everybody know. And we really want to see faces and meet people. And As long as we can be next to like the Star Trek booth, yeah. then I'm going to be really happy. Just understand, because we had, because we had, if you come to New York and like you want to hang, 
it's it's hard if you come to New York and you want to hang with us. It's very busy in New York. We we have a lot going on, but like as soon as we go to cons, we'll let you guys know. And sure, because it's all we're focusing on. Exactly, and that is our time with you. So 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 please, if if we are in your city and or or near a city that you're in, and you want to come visit us, please come do so because that is all we're focusing on is just getting to say hi to you guys at that point. All right, one more email and then we're gonna sign off. Uh, hey, rerollers. I've wanted to thank you for all the work you do on the film Reroll. It's my favorite podcast, and I sincerely appreciate all the work you put into it. Uh, discovering this podcast has been the highlight of my year. Oh, my god! Oh, thank you. Oh, uh, wow. Thank you, Ariana. It's all I talk about so much so that my friends are dusting off their rule books and putting together a campaign to finally shut me up. Hell yeah. It's actually my first RPG, and I'm incredibly excited, though I doubt it'll be as epic as your run-through of Halloween or The Wizard of Oz. Don't sh- don't sell yourself short, Ariana. This podcast has brought me so much pure joy, and it's all thanks to you guys. I honestly don't know how I'd get through the week without it, and a large part of it is because of how incredible you all are as people. I've interacted with you guys on the Twitter and it's wonderful that you're all just as witty, charming and kind off the air as you are on the podcast. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm all caught up now and looking forward to see what not new stuff you roll out. You roll out, but spells out, but if I can plant a suggestion in the DMs ear, I think Pacific Rim would be a fun movie to I do. Know. Oh yeah. Suggestion planted. I'd like to see which of the re-rollers are drift compatible. Thanks again. And if you ever find yourself in the greater Boston area, drinks are on me. Thanks, Ariana. So lovely to hear from you. Yeah. Read one more because I think that one has been read. Shit, really? Yep. Okay. Yeah, we're not, we're not handle. We need to come up with a system here. I know, we here. need a system. It's because the system is Peter and Peter's not in every episode. So we need to come up with a system. And the, um, the, the, chron- the chronology yep. of the episodes is starting yep. to fuck with it's us. It's fucking with us. Yeah, because, yeah. Especially as we have another one that pays off another episode and we have to like reshift. Yeah, 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 yeah. Reshift? Man, I don't even know how I'm going to keep track of that if, here, if this system you. got sucked I listen. I listen ET2. I don't remember that. Uh, is this, has this been read? Although sometimes I don't listen to the mailbacks. I listen oh, just no, to the action. It's just some of these are really long. Do I the don't... Joshua Steiner one. Joshua Steiner. It's kind of long. Yep. All right, but we haven't read it. Yeah. Okay. One more. Uh, hey, all. I'm four, and I stumbled upon this amazing podcast on a suggestion from a Reddit comment. Wait, who this? Uh, this is Joshua. Four? I'm four. I, I, think, I think that was a reference. Oh, reference. I'm Thank four. you. I yep, do nope, not think nope, the reader is actually got it. four. Just got four. it. Just got it. I was like, wow, this is, this is going to be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm four. Four. Period. <laughs> also, inappropriate for a four-year-old. I mean, this podcast so we have we have a lot of swear words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talk about sex and stuff. Wait, we we had that we had that really cute email though from the grandpa that like, listens with. Yeah, I remember that like, one. Did you watch the swears? And I'm like, yeah, yeah we yeah, can. Yeah, and then yeah. I completely forget. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I actually am grandpa I just, D. I'm so sorry. No, Grandpa D. If you listen, I actually keep that in my brain when we do this do now. Really? I do a little bit because it's I just am. like, oh, I would like that if the I don't anal sex. I don't. What I don't the keep... fuck is wrong with you? And the whole episode is trashed. Thanks a lot, Pablo Quiros. D and D always kind of interested me, but it seemed like such a huge world, and I don't know how to break into it. But after hearing the way you guys construct a story and how casual it was, I was blown away. I love all the silly riffs and bits, but more than that, I love how you guys really take the framework of a movie and make it your own. Mm-hmm. Since I blew, th- I'm sorry, I'm going to read ahead because there's don't end it with blue though. 
Since I blew. Since I blew. Don't, blue. don't give him, give him, blue. yeah. What, 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 what did he blow? Who'd you blow? What'd you blow? Yeah. Yeah. Since I blew through the entire collection of podcasts, I've been thirsty for more groups actions. So naturally, I bought a couple books and started taking notes like a madman for a campaign based on one of my favorite TV shows, Adventure Time. I crafted an original story with some old and new characters and roped in a few friends to play. Um, we play over long distance voice chat since I recently moved away. So I totally understand how hard it is to schedule sessions. Sometimes at work, I get an idea and frantically scramble to jot down notes. Also, since taking a GM role, I've started to view everything in terms of success roles. Is this normal? No, it's not. You're slowly dying. Um, <laughs> anyway, just wanted to say hello and sincerely thank you guys for inspiring me to just off the old imagination cap. One quick question if you guys have the chance. How much work goes into the background story and subplots? Um, there you go, Paul. So I'll, I'll, yeah, quite a bit, actually. Um, and which is why uh, Tim... Our wonderful, wonderful contributor has uh, joined the show as just helping me create background stuff. Tim was here earlier, but had to duck out so he can't speak for himself. But he's an awesome dude who helps me out a lot. In in the early episodes, it was just me and it was getting kind of out of control. How, how many hours do you was. think you put into creating backstory? I have no idea. I mean, it's I mean, it's sort of what my brain just naturally does. It's just like I see a story and that's kind of how like I have to map like my brain just naturally maps out all the details that are slightly out of bounds, which is why I do this. Um, so a lot of it is just kind of like. I watch the movie and I already have that, but there is a lot of just thinking of how it can go and how do you think being you convert, ready for the story. How do you convert abilities to numbers? Is there, do you have anything specific or does it kind of happen? Yeah. I mean, it's been a slow process of, of finding out what works and what doesn't work in terms of like doing the, the, the crunchy number side. And we've, it's gotten a lot easier just because everyone involved in the show has slowly become used to the system and it's a lot more second nature to us now than it was early on. Look, guys, and the, the real simple answer to this question, too, is is passion, okay? Mm -hmm. I mean, Paul's passionate about this, and when he talks about how his brain works quickly on it, it's because he's excited about it. It's the same thing as, like, and just so everyone knows, like, the question that no actor ever wants to hear is... How do you memorize all, all those, those lines. lines? The answer to that is that... Because I want to. That's right. I want to desperately. And I love to. And it's 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 what drives my soul, you know? Now, I sound like a real hippie. But um, but it's the truth. And, uh, I mean, just for example, tonight, you know, we were doing... You guys just listened to Bill and Ted's. And, and uh, you know, Paolo was flying by the seat of his pants. We would give him 10 minutes and go buy beer. And he would come up with a whole new world based on the role that we did. And how does he do that? It's not like he was, and not like we came back and found him like sweating and crying. Like he was drinking a beer and pacing and just came up with it in 10 minutes. So there you go. Yeah, uh, I should definitely say, hopefully I will have cut this together so that it's seamless every time they time jumped. But yeah, for this, for this game, we had to take breaks on time jumps. Normally, you know, I don't like to take breaks because it sucks the energy from the room. Yeah. But because I gave them the freedom to go anywhere in time and space, I let them know before we started that on every time jump, I was going to take a little break and I was going to confer with Tim and we were going to be ready with, with the next section. Who, who was that? Did I, say, did I say their name? I've already lost the email. Yeah, you did. Hey, Rihanna? No, or, no, that was... Or was that Tommy? Anyway, uh, so thank you all who are writing in, we will try and get to all your uh, emails as they come. And even if your email doesn't make air, because we just don't have time to get to all of them, we do read it and we do appreciate it. Uh, thanks again to all of you. That's it for the day. And thank you for spreading the word. Yes. We... Oh, uh, do you want to some plugs? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, just because I um, <laughs> I worked so hard on getting my website up Plug and it. launched. Yeah, Plug yeah. it. Uh, I finally did it. I finally, from pressure from my manager and my agent and other people, they're like, it's going to be useful because I have a pretty good body of stuff at this point. So I did. I put together uh, scottaiello.com, uh, S-C-O-T-T-A-I-E-L-L-O. Um, and there's a little section on there. Uh, I had, to, I mean, there's got to be a, a, um, a film reroll section. And I even made, I made a forum for you guys uh, mm-hmm. on there to leave messages that you would like to. Uh, and also the current subject in the forum is ways that I can um, annoy Peter Strait during the show. <laughs> So I am totally open to that. So please give me your best ideas. As if you're um, out of ideas on how to, you know, I'm, it's, 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 it, it's a it tough takes job. A village. It does take a village to make that head turn purple. And I'm pretty good at making that head turn purple. Let's see if we can get that, that we can get it to plaid. Let's see if we can get that. I don't head like to the phrase plaid. head turn purple. <laughs> I'm off board on this one. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. And, uh, um, I, uh, I'm recurring now on the um, CBS show, The Good Fight. So if anybody watches that on CBS streaming, um, you can actually see the clips at scottiello.com too. But uh, I think uh, they tell me that this guy's going to be back for next season. We'll see. So yeah, those are uh, my plugs for the uh, for this episode. Most excellent. Most excellent. Most excellent. Yeah. Giles, you got one thing? Um, I have, I, I, as an actress, that's mostly been what I've done with the creative side. But recently I have followed some friends that have been like, you should really just do the other things that love being and existing and making you happy. So I have started creating music again and I'm painting and drawing. You can see a lot of my drawings. Um, they're mostly, uh, I had <laughs> Had a friend describe them as slightly erotic. I don't mean them as such. It's just the body, and the body's really fucking cool. And as a dancer, I love how it moves. So, but they're so on, cool because they're like subtly erotic because yeah. they're just simple lines. Yeah, it's just lines. Yeah, but you look at it and you go, oh, yeah, Jaws. I'm, I'm really, I'm in, I'm in a state where I have been told that like by what I have and and what I've been given. Growing up in the system that I did, I had a lot of time to speak. And so I've been trying to speak with as, as least line and least, as least word as possible to take up as least space, but still say what I mean. So my Instagram at JawsVam is dedicated to all of these exploits of just creating with the least amount of taking up space. And if and you follow her on Instagram, you can also see her amazing modeling work, which is mm. I've been very, very fantastic. lucky. I have been searching for photographers who are either female or female positive, and you would not believe the amount of people who respond and are willing to do shoots. And it's just been very um, exciting and invigorating to see so many people supporting positive feminine. It's really been wonderful. Hmm. And they're really, I mean, they're really avant-garde too, and, awesome. and very artistic yes. and very different. Yes. I mean, like. Yes. And I don't mean that in an erotic sense, but in like a very, very, um, uh, very artistic and very, oh, what's the word? I mean, avant-garde is the word that I would yeah. think. Like the the posing, the the makeup that they put you in, very, very different, very artistic, very cool. Yes. You should definitely check it out. I've just been very, very lucky to connect with some really amazing artistic souls. Yeah. Um, actually, I forgot one little thing. Uh, and I, is that uh, <laughs> you guys should, this is something that I thought of specifically for the re-rollers. Is that you guys, if you get a chance, um, I do narrate a lot of audiobooks, and I thought of one particular that you guys should listen to because I think you'd really like it. It's called Emperor Mollusk versus the Sinister Brain by A. Lee Martinez. It is a first person perspective book 
similar to like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, um, where there is a mollusk that has taken over the Earth and about his rule. And it's got this really cool universe where every single planet in our solar system has a very different kind of species. And I do 89 character voices in this book. And um, I think that the re-rollers would eat it up. Um, you can very easily go to audible.com and just put in my name and uh, you'd get uh, a whole list of my books. But on the website, um, there's if you go to my website and then you go to the um, voiceover section, there is a... Uh, actually, it might be... I'm not sure where it is, but it's there. And there's a whole list of my audiobooks um, under, the, uh, under a very easily clickable link. Okay, mm, wait. So... Audible.com. Audible.com. What is your name? Uh, Scott Aiello. How do you spell it? A-I-E-L-L-O. Okay. And then what is the title of the book that we're looking for? The book is called Emperor Mollusk versus the Sinister Brain. By who? A. Lee Martinez. Fantastic. Yeah. Shout outs to A. Lee Martinez. Yeah. He's a great writer, actually. And I don't recommend all my books for sure, but that one is a (laughs) great book. Uh, and for me, um, the show that I've been in development with lately, we're already, uh, certainly by the time this goes up, we've already uh, closed it. It's called XDR, but that's the first phase of development. You'll hopefully see it in uh, uh, in probably New York-based theaters in the future. What else did I do? Yeah, I don't know. You work uh, behind the scenes on developing new shows and stuff that hopefully you'll be able to see. Um, follow me on Twitter and you might find out of the, about them as they release. Uh, twitter.com slash paulo quiros uh also follow twitter.com slash scott aiello 41 yep twitter.com slash jocelyn vammer and as aforementioned instagram.com slash jaws vam and then twitter.com slash film reroll for the show and to email us it is film reroll at gmail.com patreon.com slash film reroll and that's the places itunes Give us a good rating. Is that a thing? I yeah, think it's it is, a thing. It is. It is. We're building our rating. We would appreciate wow. that. Wow. Hey, guys, when we made top 100, wow. That was kind of cool. That was pretty fucking cool. I was in Florida doing a show. Did I was you do about. A dance? I was, I, I was just about to go out on stage and I got that text message and I was like, holy fucking shit. Yeah. And I did do a little, a little reroll dance yep. backstage. Yep. Hey, and, hey, on Twitter, just submit videos of your favorite or of your best reroll dance. <laughs> <laughs> that would be. Oh my God. You're asking for trouble. Yes, I am. Always. <laughs> and um, be excellent to each other. Be excellent to each other, guys. And party on, dude. Party on, dudes. Have a good night. Woo! Woo! Yeah, let's talk about this because, let's like, do it. I, so- I rewatched it yesterday. And uh, I had the thought, I was watching it, I was like, this film, I love this film, I still love this film, it holds up, and it makes zero sense yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. So I, for me, the the philosophical underpinning of it, and I'll probably go into it like at the end of the episode, but is basically that I, I don't want to treat it like it's a kid's movie or like doesn't make sense. Uh-huh. I actually think that there's a reason for so everything. not a kid's movie. Well, you know what I mean? Like it's not, it's not <laughs> I get just, what he's saying though. It's yeah. just not it's being stupid. Movie. Right. That's fair. But I think that that's actually what it is, is an optimistic view of humanity. Yeah. That people are evil because of the circumstances of their lives. Yeah. Removed from those circumstances, they become childlike and, and absorbed oh, in like wonder. Comedians. Sure. Well, I mean, like Genghis Khan and Billy the Kid and Napoleon, these like assholes of history that just become at worst 
troublemakers right, 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 when they're right. removed from those circumstances and become very happy to play along with whatever's going on around them. Right. They become children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I don't think that that's the movie being stupid. I think that that's a choice about what it thinks about humanity. And that's that why Bill and Ted are the ultimate heroes, because that's who they are. And is, why they saved humanity. In yeah, that. because yeah. they are so, like the most true messages are the simplest ones to say. Like be excellent to each other. Be excellent to each other isn't people thinking that's deep. That is deep. That's all you need, right? Yeah. So I, I um, totally love that. So that's what Only this movie Bill is about. Could save the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it was the do you want to give background on it at all or no? On what? Who wrote it? Well, let's not get into that. Not into We're that. not even this isn't the show yet. I'm telling you guys. Fair enough. Oh, great. Um I'll probably talk about that at the end of the episode if we feel like it, if we get to it. Uh, one thing it used to be Bill and Ted and Bob. That's true. Well, it started as an improv, apparently. Bill and Ted and Bob. Yeah, but Bob dropped off the improv because he wasn't Ted as into Bob it. Does 